0: Talk Live.
1: Yes, welcome. It is Free Talk Live, the live Friday night edition. If you would like to call and take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever. Is on your mind, you are welcome to do so. The telephone number in the studio is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Lord Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me.
2: It's Nikki and Bonnie. Oh,
1: wow. Two chicks at the same time. <laughs>
2: I haven't been on the show with you in a long time, except when I was first chair, so this feels really weird.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely different, but I'm glad to be here with both of you.
3: You know, I really wanted to do an and we're back. I, <laughs> My brain was like getting ready for it, and then I'm like, no, it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> hmm.
1: uh, save was, it. Save it. Who's in here? Richie Rich. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, who was with me with jo- Oh, it was Joa. Oh. Joe was in here. And Joe has been, he has filled in on a Sunday before, so he's familiar yes. with the Sunday routine. And so he tried to do it, and I kept him muted so he couldn't, and, okay. then, I, and then I unmuted him, and then he did it anyway. Oh. And I'm like, okay, he got one in. Is it bad juju
2: night. to not do it on Sunday, or do it on I, a not I Sunday?
1: I don't know. It it just feels like a Sunday thing, right? Like, yeah. we've gone out of our way to make Sunday sort of a little bit different. It's like than, our
3: trademark, than, you know? Yeah,
1: than every other edition of Free Talk Live. It's a little... Mm-hmm. Slightly less serious, a little more zany, if you will. You know, some of our topics on Sundays are usually tabloid esque, you know. Uh, plus, we do feature the number two story every week. So, or at least every week that we have one. Yeah. uh Not that we never have more than one story. It's just that some of the number two stories are specifically the number two story.
2: I don't think I've been on a Friday at all. Not that, like, days of the week really mattered to me. It all blurs together.
1: Is this your first Friday? This no, is no. my first I was, Friday. I
2: was going to say, I haven't been on one in a, in, at all in a while since me, you, and Chris Wade used oh, to yeah. do it. I was going to say, that, oh, that, yeah. that used to be the Friday Two lineup. Two years ago, yeah.
1: Yeah. At this point. That was like just post-raid.
2: I'm sure I've done every day just considering just those couple weeks after the raid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm sure you both have. I know I did, like, what, more than two weeks straight. Yeah,
2: 16 days in a row or something. Yeah,
1: 17 or something. Mm. Yeah, but who's counting? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have all sorts of things to talk about. I've got a ton of show prep. I know you all have show prep as well. Uh, The hot topic today, I think, is just $100 more for war. Hmm. Sounds like
3: a... More song title more,
1: right? Not like, okay. So they've already been giving billions and billions and more billion tens of billions, twenties of billions, thirties of billions of dollars to the Ukraine and to the middle East, right? On both sides of that thing, right? You know, weapons and money and, you know, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, uh, but this from, I got this from antiwar.com, but it's been on several different websites, Biden pitches Americans on funding wars in Gaza and Ukraine.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. Makes sense. Uh, so, uh, dear Mr. Biden, no! Well,
2: um, so... No, no,
1: no. no. I just guess I was no.
2: confused last time because I said that um, he was funding both sides of the war. But it's a little different just because he's not sending money to Hamas and Israel. He's sending money to, like... Gaza, like and I'm not saying it's good. I'm, yeah, I don't yeah. think we should be sending any of the money. But I was right. definitely confused last time when I said that.
1: That's my point. Is okay. So let's see. We get uh, seven hundred bucks for those devastated by the whatever the hell happened COVID? in in uh, Hawaii, right? Seven hundred. Oh, bucks they each got only seven hundred bucks. Seven hundred wow. bucks. Right. Yeah, but a hundred million for war.
2: Terrible. Yeah.
1: Where Where does this money come from?
2: Another thing I saw. Um. Al Jazeera, which I have a story about Al Jazeera from a different, uh, from Zero Hedge. Um, They were saying that they don't even, Israel doesn't even need any more money. Like even if they got any money that (laughs) it wouldn't really affect. It's not that they need money for this war. They they have it covered. Even like they have like all their weapons covered. I'm sure
3: they're doing better than the U.S., who is how many trillions of dollars in debt?
2: Oh yeah. I don't know if they have debt or what, but whatever for whatever reason they have a very well funded military. It's not even like oh if we give them money it's gonna help them out. It's like it's like solidarity, which is just stupid. And it's yeah. like a hundred million dollars of solidarity is extra stupid.
3: And I'm sure there's more insidious things going on behind the scenes with that money. Like it's not to save money puppies wandering. and yeah, exactly. It's it's never to save um, puppies and kittens and children. They're beheading and, babies. Apparently, uh, that's I just mean, what they it, say. Probably. And then, like
2: you can't. Even I mean, find a I video. saw.
3: <laughs> I've seen some videos online that I really wish I hadn't have seen. Mm-hmm. So uh horrible, horrible things are going on over there. And well if we
2: just throw money at them then they'll stop beheading the babies.
3: I mean that's kind of the way the United States and I'm sure most governments feel like they can solve problems. Like with anything like even like domestic issues, right? Anything going on in the US, if we have any issue at all, they're like, We'll just throw more money at it. And it never works. And I doubt it's going to work now. And yeah, I, I just, it's, it's, it's only really going to make it worse. It's just like, I don't want to,
2: I don't understand why the American people have to be involved in this at all. And we, you don't get to decide if you, you're like, yeah, the money I put in for taxes, um, leave mine out of this. No, it's just Joe Biden gets to decide or whoever else.
1: Well, and that's what this alludes to that uh, the president is expected to ask Congress for $100 billion for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and bordering funding.
0: It's like Israel's
2: already been doing terrible things to these people for so long. It's not like I'm saying anyone deserved to get bombed. I'm definitely not. It's just... I don't see why there's some kind of innocent like, oh, yeah. my God, it's like we need to help these people. I, I almost understand the case for Ukraine more. But then again, they were also bombing people in the Donbass area. So I mean, they're
3: they're all bad. Right. Yeah. And and you make a great point there where a lot of people are trying to paint Israel as the victims here. Um, and they're really not. I mean, this conflict has been going on for hundreds if not thousands of years and both sides have done horrendous horrific things um and i don't think we should be funding it on either side
2: i think it's just messed up whenever some you know group of people calling themselves more powerful than thou Gets together and says, uh, This little chunk of the Middle East, which we don't own, well, now this belongs to our friends who we want to have it. Yeah, that's just crazy. Well, it's just
3: disgusting in general to kick people out of their homes, no matter if you know that this country, no, we own this land and you have to leave, to kick them out of their homes, to bomb their homes, to kill them, you know, to kill civilian people, children. It's awful. So, I do I think the things that Hamas are doing is is okay? Absolutely not. They are absolutely a terrorist organization. Um, but I'm not going to say Israel started it, but I think there was a reason why they are acting out against Israel.
1: Well, and so we have to you know dig into the heart of it. What's the difference between a government and a terrorist organization? Nothing. Nothing. The illusion of legitimacy <laughs> is the difference, right? Yeah. Uh, so in effect, uh, you know, a smaller army is just a smaller government. Yeah, right. Uh, trying, trying to take their own action, trying to be an official organization that initiates violence or has a, claims a monopoly on it.
3: Yeah, and I think that's why I just can't really pick sides here. I mean, if I'm if I'm picking a side, it's the innocent people. Yeah, who want nothing to do with this, who are just being you know, terrorized and murdered simply because they were born in a certain
1: place. Yeah, uh, the uh, I side with the everyday people because, well, they're not part of government. Uh, they might be uh, under some illusion, under some, you know, mind control, under some right. uh, delusion that, you know, government has their best interest in mind. But the long and the short of it is, whoever's doing the murdering are criminals, period. In the eyes of, well, all law, if you even go back to like uh, common law or maritime law, things like that, the the basis of law is uh, if you've harmed another person or their property, then you have committed a crime. Well, here we have people harming other people. That is a crime. I don't care what you know flag you fly under what organization you claim to be with if you're murdering other human beings you're in the wrong period
2: the other thing is if somebody murders someone that is part of the group you claim to own murdering other innocent people back isn't the same thing as self-defense that's what people don't understand did you know walter block came out with this article ian read in um The Wall Street Journal, and Walter Block, for those who don't know, is a libertarian who wrote, like, um, he wrote Defending the Undefensible, and he is supposed to be a really good libertarian. I don't really know much else about him, but he wrote this article, Ian read part of it to me that said, like, we must side in full force with Israel, and if any innocent people die because of Israel bombing Gaza, well, that's Gaza's fault because oh they started gosh. it. I was like, "What?" Yeah, no,
0: that's no. Crazy.
3: People are getting that's, like really crazy over this, and I feel like it's
1: so dumb. a it's not lot a defense of events
3: to do that. Well, a lot of I think a lot of it has like a religious backwash. Mm-hmm, so I yeah. think a lot of like Christian and Jewish people that I know personally seem to only be siding with Israel because of their religious faith
4: yep. or maybe
3: you know so it really does seem like it has this like biblical backwash to it yeah, that it, it really doesn't need to have no, I mean it's way simpler than that
1: yeah and, and oh man so yeah you, you you chuck religion into war and then everybody mm, everybody wants to be right right? well my, my religion is this and so I side with these guys and oh my religion's yeah. that so I side with these other guys it's like You don't side with murderers because they have the same religion as you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't care what religion you are part of. If you side with murderers, you are wrong.
2: And it's like there's plenty of people who are Muslims. There's plenty of people who are Jews that get that, but they don't get to have a say because there is these government people or terrorist organization people who are just doing these terrible things to people in the name of their religions. And, Mm -hmm. like, I don't... I bet the average person in these groups don't want this happening at all. But, I don't know. There are people in America who aren't even part of it at all, and they're, like, cheering it on. It's, yeah. like, it's just fun for them because they don't know it's what a good, war is like. It's like
3: football, right? Yeah. And, and you, I think that's a great point, too, is because a lot of Americans don't know what war is like, right? Like Aside from maybe people that were in the military. Right. Um, but a, like the average person, the average American, hasn't seen war at all. Like They can't even comprehend the horrors of war. I know I can't, um, but even just speaking with some of my friends who... You know, maybe were in the military yeah. or or have seen some things like this. Um There's some of the, even just some of their stories are like unfathomable for right. me, just as like a layperson, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, people frequently confuse me as a military veteran, uh, and you're like just what? based on Why your appearance, that? yeah? Or... How I carry myself okay. or whatever, uh, and. I know now why. It used to confuse me. I'm like, why does everybody think I was in the freaking military? Right? Yeah. like I, I never joined. I never signed up. I didn't, never went through any basic training or anything. Uh, you know, None of that. So I, I have friends who have. Uh, and it wasn't until I started hanging out with a couple of people who were involved with an organization called IVA, IVAW, Iraq Veterans Against War, mm-hmm. nice. that uh, I realized what the connection was. And I'll lay it out for you. Uh, I was abused as a child. And when you become abused, you have to sort of build yourself back up mm-hmm. because uh, you are torn down by your abuser, right? And so when you finally get to a point where you have some sort of uh, uh, free will, right, to do what you want to do in and, and your own way and all that kind of stuff, uh, you have to go through a, a rebuilding process to rediscover who you are. This is exactly what happens in the military, right? The basic training is designed to break you down.
3: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right?
1: They literally abuse you, break you down, and then they build you up so that you're an order follower. In their right? image. In the Right. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And so then when they get out of the military, you know, assuming they didn't die, right? When they get out of the military and return to civilian life, they have the same sort of quirks that I have because now they're like, "Oh, I'm finally able to do what I want and how I want, but like I've been like sort of abused into these behaviors and now I got to figure out how to how to manufacture a life out of this now." And so that's the similarities, right? Abused children when they grow up to become adults Act in many of the same ways that those who have PTSD from the military do when they get out. So, and like as soon as I discovered that, I'm like, oh, that's why. Mm -hmm. It makes
2: a total sense that just people who are abused act like people from the military because they were abused. Yes, nothing else. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. It it really that simple. Right. Uh, The counseling is the same. The Hmm. the, uh, you know, like I could probably be doing like micro dosing, you know, if I thought my PTSD was Mm -hmm. so bad or whatever. Right. But I'm I'm confident that I'm over that kind of stuff. Hmm. Uh, Although uh, I will say that no one ever truly like gets over it a 100 percent. Right. There's even like uh, even the veterans who do like the microdosing and yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and they they claim to be cured of their PTSD. They still don't get over it, right? Uh, forgive but not forget, right? Uh, well, and
3: that's the thing, right? There's certain things that you just can't forget, right? Plus, it was like you were so
2: young that your like subconscious was even. That's when your subconscious gets created, and you're basic personality gets created between, like, one and six years old, right. that's something it, it at least takes a lot of, a lot of like, intense therapy or something to, like, retrain, but it probably can never be completely changed.
0: Yeah.
1: So I've gotten to a point where uh, most people, you know, if you ask them about me, they're like, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. You know, he's kind to everybody, that kind of thing. That's on purpose. You are. That's not because that's, like, how uh, my innate person desires to be. It's because, well, I've been through some s. <laughs> and uh, I, I, you know, and I realized that I have no idea who I'm talking to most of the time, the background, like yeah. people keep secrets about themselves and what they've been through and all that stuff. So like, I just try to default to kindness mm-hmm. as my base sort of persona. Every now and again, I get burned by that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it, uh, it irks me so bad when I do get burned. I'm just like, no. No. you know, but, you know, I, I feel like that's a far better approach than being a crotchety old man who's angry yeah. at everything and just you know anger 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 you know and all that kind of stuff uh i feel like it's a better approach uh, and it's had positive effects on me right whenever i find myself uh in a situation whether it's financially or emotionally where like i'm feeling a deficit yeah. right what i do to get out of it is i just turn around and i start giving Right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's like volunteering to do something, some sort of charity work, giving to charity, or just even helping somebody else out if they need it, you know, that kind of a thing. If you throw yourself into giving, that is a healing moment. At least for me. That's right? crazy. And that's, and that's well, how I get myself out of things like depression or like, you know, if I want to, you know, start falling back into some, you know, memories and flashbacks and stuff like that.
0: We were
2: just talking about like this topic. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
3: On Wednesday. yeah,
2: Just like that, like, after the show. Wow. When you're feeling bad or something terrible is happening to you, yeah. focusing on other people helps you feel so much better in general.
3: Like, right. yeah. Like in kind talking of the, the like selfishness can kind of will feed any depression Mm
0: -hmm. and if
3: you can like okay i'm not going to focus on myself anymore because like you know this isn't a happy place on the inside right i'm going to focus on my friends and my family and i'm going to work on helping them and giving to them it's almost like the universe sees that and reciprocates that and it's almost like well like in the law of attraction right if you want good things to come to you you have to put good things out there
0: right
1: exactly And so, like, you know, I factually speak, so I have uh, a bit of a dichotomy, right? I have a, uh, a logical and factual side of my persona. And when, you know, when an emotional thing is happening to me, if I deem that it's, you know, this is an uh-oh or this isn't good or whatever, uh, if it's like anger, I'll remove myself from the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's something else, uh, I will just remind myself with my logical side to go, okay, look, uh, I've got food, I've got shelter, you know, all the basics are covered, right? You know, my electric is paid, right? All this kind of thing. And so as long as I have those, I know I'm okay, And so now I can focus on the giving part, Mm -hmm. right? Because I know that even though I'm feeling a certain way, like I'm taken care of, right? I have all the basics that I need. And so now I can focus on giving. Now, is it, you know, does somebody need help? Does somebody reach out? You know, is there a place I can go to like give help? Is there an organization I can donate some time to, you know, or some money or help out in some other way? Uh, Is there individuals that I can do that for? Uh, That always uh, gets me over that. So uh, it's just a, a healing technique that I learned. I don't even know how it's been probably twenty years, and the more I use it, the better off I am. That's great. It, it's amazing I wish more people too. did that. You it, know what I mean? It really is amazing. Like I can't even tell you how amazing it did is. Did you
2: just think it up yourself, kind of like figure it out yourself, or?
1: Um. So, uh, like before, I was into we'll call it libertarian philosophy. Uh, I, I went through a series of sort of religious philosophers and, uh, there's one guy out there whom a lot of our listeners probably have heard of. Uh, his name is Dr. Wayne Dyer. Uh, he wrote a series of books and he did a whole bunch of like video stuff like pre YouTube and all that kind of stuff, uh, that talks about, uh, the power of intention, right? What do you intend to do? Because what you think about expands. And so if you think about the negative, 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 Right, you're going to attract the negative, yeah, negative absolutely negative, negative. It's kind of the same thing that I do with uh what else can go right? Yeah, yeah, right so like if something goes right in my life, you know you like, oh, love that. Oh wow, what else can go right? and then inevitably something else goes right. So yeah. if you intend for something else to go right, inevitably something else goes right for you. and so or I expect it right. And so I learned that just intention itself. Right can lead you out of a dark time in your life. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And I want to encourage people because I'm sure a lot of listeners are like, that can't be true. A lot of people just don't believe in this sort of thing. Um, But you know,
1: over Uh, the next me included, like as a former atheist, now claims agnostic. Like I don't really believe in like the religious part. Uh, of this now, that's not but the to proof say- is in the
3: pudding, right? So, like, I encourage people over the next few weeks or next couple of days, take a look at the people you encounter. Take a look at you know your coworkers, your family members, your friends, the people who have the positive. Uh, and it's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg. Oh, right. is this person happy because they you know have you know have abundance and whatever. Or maybe that person is attracting good things because I know my friends who are like super positive and have a really good mindset and are constantly like helping others and are just like rays of sunshine, right? Those people, opportunities are just knocking at their door yeah. and they're constant. I mean like I just see abundance in their life constantly yep. and the people who I see who are negative and are like, oh, my life sucks, this, that, and the other thing, it is Problems, problems, problems.
1: 603-283-6160. We still need to talk about this $100 billion more, and we'll do that, plus your calls and thoughts. And we've got more on the way for you tonight. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160.
0: Begin to... Eleutheromania.
5: The insatiable desire for freedom we have been for all hours. it's the new 3 song heavy metal ep from captain kickass the
1: next ones they will
5: available now on your favorite music app or get it directly from captainkickass.com
0: authority to...
1: Yes, thank you for listening and tuning in to tonight's live edition of, well, Free Talk Live. I guess that's redundant to say it's a live edition of Free Talk Live. You can say that again. Thank you for tuning in and welcome back to this live edition of Free Talk Live. Yes, it's an echoing dual repetitive redundancy. Well, there you go. No, see now you're supposed to. Eat you can say head. that again. It's an echoing <laughs> dual repetitive redundancy. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you would like to join us uh, in the studio, it's myself, the captain Nikki, and
3: nobody. Actually, not nobody. Uh, Soon to be Bonnie.
1: Bonnie will be back. She had to. She had to go do a thing. So when she's done with the thing, she'll be back. So yeah, uh, we have a trio of hosts for your entertainment and conversational value. Uh, we've we, we haven't really started to talk about this thing. Uh, apparently, Mister Joe Biden on Thursday night delivered a speech from the Oval Office. I mean the Oval Office. <laughs> Sorry, I. I'm old enough to remember Bill Clinton's, you know, whenever he, him and, what's the girl's name? Monica. That's the one, yeah. No. Zelensky. Whenever Yeah, and so, like.
3: I wanted to say it, Zelensky, and I'm like, oh. that's not it. <laughs> it was just Zelensky. Just yeah. faux pas. Yeah. Uh,
1: yep. uh, so anyway. Well, from,
3: foreshadowing <laughs> for you the
1: there. <laughs> from then on, I've always just, like, you know, my Freudian slip oh, yeah, is that's the, great. the oral office.
2: There was, like, AI pictures, like, over a year ago. I saw that somebody made of Zelensky and Biden kissing. It was so gross. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's funny.
1: So uh, President Biden on Thursday night delivered a speech from the Oval Office making his case for the U.S. continuing to fund the proxy war in Ukraine and Israel's onslaught on Gaza. Biden said he will ask Congress on Friday, that's today, I don't know what the outcome of this was, Uh, to authorize more spending for the Ukraine war, and unprecedented military aid for Israel. Media reports say the request will be for north of 100 billion dollars.
3: Who's paying for that? Mm.
1: And will also include aid for Taiwan, which China will view as highly provocative, and funding for border security. About $60 billion is is expected to be for Ukraine as the White House wants to pass a spending package on the war that will last through the 2024 election. So, good news, everyone. You can expect more war through the 2024 election. Great.
3: I'm sure all the people that are currently uh, unable to afford groceries and rent are very excited
1: that I'm sure you know, they are yeah they're oh sweet we're giving oh, more money
3: we can expect an increase in taxes good i already can't afford literally anything yeah
1: israel is rec- is set to receive about 10 billion in military aid and the rest will go toward the border taiwan and potentially other areas in the asia pacific potentially other areas so they don't even know where most where some of this money's gone yeah, potentially it could go over here. Might go over there. We don't who know who knows? Yeah. Who cares? Whatever's left over, we'll figure it out.
2: Well, it's getting money laundered probably anyway. Like just the fact that when I read that um Al Jazeera opinion article and it was like um Israel doesn't actually need any money for this war. I was just like, Okay, then it's just even more obvious that it's money laundering. And with Ukraine Yeah. Right when that started, I was like, Okay, so Joe Biden just got an, inaugurated like a month ago. And does anyone else remember that whole thing that was happened like a year before that about his son and this- Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, huge, yeah. Huge like- um, Which was all tied to Ukraine
0: and-
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. he was like money laundering in Ukraine. Yep. And then all of a sudden there's a Ukraine war and we all have to be against or for it or else we're, you know, terrorists or something. Right, Bonnie, yeah. that's yeah. just a coincidence. You're an extremist. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: all just a coincidence. Unpatriotic.
1: In his speech, President Biden attempted to draw comparisons between Hamas—I'm sorry, Hamas—and Russian President Vladimir Putin. Hamas and Putin represent different threats, but they share this in common, he said. They both want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy. Completely annihilate it, he said. Uh, uh, I mean— Statists, as warmongers, that is their motivation. Their motivation yeah. is to conquer, right? That's that's the the only motivation statists have, the only motivation a government has. Seek and destroy. Is, is to conquer more. They want more for them, less for you, and that's just how it is. In his speech, President Biden attempted to draw a comparison. Oh, we said that already. Uh, the president claimed it was America's duty to get involved in these foreign wars. No, it isn't. Yeah. And that it would keep Americans safe, even though the proxy war in Ukraine makes nuclear war much more likely.
3: Also, so sending uh, American people to go murder other people over there and possibly get murdered themselves, how is that keeping them safe?
1: And U.S. support for Israel's bombardment of Gaza is stirring up anti-American sentiment around the world.
2: Oh, good. Yeah, I mean that's just making things worse for
1: Americans. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard of blowback, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, how do you it's create a, blow- a terrorist? You blow up his family, mm-hmm. right? And then he gets mad at you yeah. or whatever he views you as, in this case, the the country that dropped the bombs or that made yeah. the bombs or made it possible for his parents to be murdered by a bomb.
3: And it's really interesting. I, no, I Interesting actually isn't even the right word. It's It's really scary how many just average American people think that we should get involved or, you know, that the U.S. military rather should yeah. get involved and yeah. that it would be a good thing and that would actually be helping people. It's just all of that like propaganda and brainwashing. I, I made a some Facebook post, and it was two children hugging, and it was supposed to be like a non, non-political, non like non-war, yeah. it was just supposed to be like, look it, like we can be friends, like it was supposed to be like a positive, loving thing, yeah and it, that probably has like 500 comments right now of people just at each other's throats, and I'm like, how ironic, I'm, you know, trying to make this nice post, and everyone's like, we need to go to Israel and kill people, and... Yeah. It's just, and so many like anti-Muslim things and other people were coming on saying anti-Semitic things. It's like, you guys just really don't get it. Do you? It's just like (laughs) people's
2: lack of understanding of morality. And it's so simple. It's just don't hurt people or take their stuff. And if somebody is threatening to do that to you, you may use even lethal force to stop them, but it has to be equal force to stop them, um, And that's it. That's all you need to know. And people try to, oh, well, if you look at it this way and twist this and that, uh, they're kind of self-defense because what if uh, they blow up Gaza and they get all the Hamas people and then um, no more bombs keep coming towards Israel? It just doesn't work that way.
1: These are called mental gymnastics. Right. Right. So they're looking for a way to uh, draw a conclusion that favors their bias. Right, because they they're already biased, you know, one way or another, and so they're seeking out the things that that draw them to that conclusion that they've already uh, did arrive at.
3: Yeah, no, that's exactly it.
1: So, uh, he goes on to further say, and this is again Biden quote: "American leadership is what holds the world together. No, it isn't. <laughs> American alliances are what keep us in America safe. No, they're
2: not. You know what? Like." holds the world together is free trade, but Biden is trying as hard as he can to destroy that, like with Russia and other places in the world we have trade embargoes on.
1: These are all just straight up lies, but he continues. American values are what make us a partner nation you want to work with. Uh, No, they're not. To put all that at risk, we walk away from Ukraine, we turn our backs on Israel, it's just not worth it. Yes, it is. That's why tomorrow I'm going to send Congress an urgent budget request to fund America's national security needs. They're not national security needs. Okay. Needs to support our critical partners, including Israel and Ukraine, Biden said. So it's just
2: so weird. Like you never heard about Ukraine before. Now he's a they're a critical partner of ours. They're like a poor, corrupt Eastern European country that doesn't neighbor us or yeah. anything. Yeah, but-
1: uh, let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. We have an unscreened caller. What's your name, please? You're live on the air on Free Talk Live. This is Clymer. Hey, Climber, Welcome. You're on the air. What's on your mind?
6: Oh, just checking in. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's really great that um, Nikki and Bonnie are involved in this movement because you, got, you two are a couple of young people, and there's not that many young people that really are freedom-minded these days.
2: Yeah, sadly, I don't really know why. Old public school, that's why.
1: I mean, yeah, it must be. To be fair, uh, I, at age fifty-one, like I'm not hanging out with folks that are in their twenties. Generally speaking, yeah, you know, maybe I'm at a bar and there's a party going on. There's a bunch of younger people there, whatever, karaoke night or something like that. But like. I pretty much don't know any of those people. They're yeah. not, you know, I don't, oh, hey, Karen, how are you? You know, that's not, it doesn't go like that. So I
2: feel like no, no people in their 20s are named Karen.
1: But as, well, yeah, that's If true.
3: you're in your 20s <laughs> and your name is Karen, please call <laughs> him. <laughs> your,
1: your, your parents hated you, apparently. <laughs> uh, but yes, I agree with you, Clymer. Uh, it is refreshing to have young women specifically, not just young men, but, you know, young women specifically who are freedom-minded uh, here in New Hampshire, it is a, pl- a a delight, if you ask me.
6: Well, Captain, you and I are about the same age, and uh, I'm a little bit older, not that much, but mm-hmm. you hang out with these two at least a couple nights a week, and, um, th- you know, that says something. So <laughs> hopefully they learn something from you, and, and you learn something from them as well. Indeed. But uh, hopefully, you guys are all holding up good. I, I know that, um, you know, Ian's out of the picture, at least for a while, and, and uh, obviously Ari is too, but you're keeping the show going, and, and that's great. I don't tune in really all that often. I, you know, mostly I spend a lot of time just trolling the free team website, but um, <laughs> I, I, um, <clears throat> Nikki and I are actually from pretty much the same neck of the woods. I I, oh, I grew cool. up in Acton, lived in Townsend. Nikki's from Lemonstone, I think. Um, but uh, I, you know, hopefully, there's other people like yourself, Nikki, that are kind of coming into this. Ray, you know, they're getting sick of all the all the crap that, um, you know, that uh, you know, you guys used the term brainwashing a little a little while ago, and yeah. I think that's really what it is. It's it's hard to snap free of that, but once you do. You never kind of go back to sleep, and it's really hard to bring other people into it. But I I salute you both, and uh, I I thank you for keeping the show going as well.
3: Thank you.
1: Climber, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. Let's get this guy out of the way. It is, it's your boy, Skeeter.
2: If I was Squidward.
1: Calling from his mom's basement somewhere in
7: California.
3: Mm -mm.
7: Hey, Captain Dumpling. it's your boy. The evolutionary capitalist, Little Skeet.
1: Hey, I wanted he, to tell you know, something.
3: Little Skeet, he's a rapper now.
1: Oh,
7: he's,
0: he, he, Little Skeet. You, know you libertarians he's like
1: that guy from uh, Trailer Party. I part would totally have believe. That?
3: J-Rock.
2: Oh, my God, yeah. I would totally believe that he sits in his mom's basement where he is currently and um, has some computer and he, you know, is making beats. Uh, oh and he's maybe. like, I'm going to sell these beats. They're so good. You know, uh, some rapper's going to buy actually, them from me.
1: if that's true, Skeeter, and you want to make some beats, uh, you can send them to... Uh, uh, Mark at Freetalklive.com and you want to
5: hear me freestyle?
1: No, no, no. I just want some Kinda, like actually. some <laughs> DJ beats, man. I don't I don't want you to do any freestyle. I just want like some I got some bars. You know, I some made some DJ. bars for Bonnie. Some
0: bars?
2: I'll <laughs> reach over and hang up on you.
0: It, 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 <laughs> she'll do it too. When
2: I was in high school, this um boy really liked me and I was like moving and like we never like dated but we almost did. And then I just decided I didn't really like him. And he really wanted like me to keep like, talking to him even though I was moving. Mm. And he wrote me a rap and sent it to my phone. And it included... like One of the reasons I made up to tell him why I didn't want to keep talking to him or dating. I was like, it's just that I'm older than you. Even though I was like five months older than him. <laughs> and I was like, I just... I think i want to date a guy that's older than me and he in the rap he said i don't even care that you're older because i'm so old enough to be your lover and my friend has uh, a copy of it still That's, that's not great. Bars.
1: It's disturbing uh, just, all right let's let's uh, let skeeter it. say something go ahead skeeter
7: yeah but uh i'll, I'll uh, present you that poem i wrote for you some other time but i just wanted to say uh you libertarians are uh, the greatest danger to humanity right you guys keep Perpetuating this myth that government has infinite resources. There's not, any, um, there's not even even an infinite amount of resources in the world to spend, let alone government uh, has well, that much. By, to by spend. way
1: of comparison to so, you, though, their yeah, their amount of resources right. are infinite. Uh, when it comes to when the state attacks you, uh, you get arrested for yeah, something that sure. uh, maybe it you're seems, innocent. It seems, when they attack yeah, you, I, I they have unlimited saying. time. They have unlimited money. They have unlimited saying, attorneys.
0: If
2: if you I use saying, um, hyperbole, you're... then you're the greatest threat to the world, Captain.
7: Well, go ahead, Skeeter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you because you're yeah. you're convincing hip you're convincing hippies not to fund uh, wars, which which actually collapse the state.
2: Yeah, if it was just up to us, that'd be great.
7: How do you think governments collapse? What's what's the greatest possibility of government collapsing through fiscal collapse by you repealing? Uh, laws or seceding from the state? Which one is the greatest possibility? The greatest Which possibility
1: is financial collapse of the
7: statist exactly. currency. Yes. So why would you war want funds to the stop state?
2: Being... You don't know what you're talking about. The war does not no, make no, no, currency no, less How do you
7: think the US is, How do you think the USSR collapsed?
2: I think that they got defeated mostly because they were like losing in war. But the United States probably isn't just going to get defeated in war and a ton of us would die. That's such a stupid thought process.
7: War is naturally expensive. Like all libertarians probably know this. War is a very expensive To the
2: average person, not to the state. That's what all libertarians understand, and you don't.
0: It's expensive to the state. It's It's expensive to the state,
2: but makes them money. I mean, you gotta spend money to make money. You don't understand this because you live in your mom's basement. Make
7: them money. Not the drug war, not conventional war, not even atomic, well...
2: Okay, do you have any kind of evidence war. to support this? I don't think you do. I, and I think your calls yeah, are boring because you just say dumb okay, don't, stuff. Okay, don't
7: cut me off with the drug war. Okay, you, you have
2: to find why you're dumb. Pants. You're seriously so don't, dumb. Don't cut me off. No one needs to hear okay, you 90%. just say stupid stuff on the radio every night. It's like, quick. go get it, go, go read a real book. And don't it, just read some quick. book you think makes you sound smart so you can repeat it on the air. Go actually learn something. You're just stupid.
1: Oh, she hung up on you.
2: Yep. <laughs> I reached oh, over and hung up on Squidward.
1: Oh, she's had enough of your tomfoolery.
2: I feel like he's like spitting as he talks into his stupid phone. As he's like, it, like upset by way with his life. He has no.
1: This call was a, a, a tame call for him. So yeah, I, I'll give him some. Some uh, you know credit there. Um, he, he he does tend to like eventually get all upset where it's like spittle into the phone, and you can just feel the ew. feel the you know yeah. the vein I popping out of like his forehead or whatever. He so. like
3: progressively gets worse though. Like at first he would call and be like, "Oh, I want to debate about something," and then once we would disprove whatever he would say, he was saying, then he would get all heated and like start like screaming and freaking out, whatever. But now he's like, "I'm just gonna call to like insult you guys." Yeah. And it's, like, and it's just hey, like, you know how to it's even a, better?
2: It's a waste of airtime. That's what I think. That's why well, I just I, don't answer him. You
1: know, I, I I get it. I get it. Uh, however. It's not it.
2: like we can have a, you know, we have this educational back and forth and like everyone in listening learns something. It's just stupid and he's an idiot.
1: However, Free Talk Live uh, has that whole, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give anybody a, cha- a shot. But anybody he's had a, a shot. That's the thing. Oh, he's had more than it's, one. Exactly. He's, he's had plenty caller. of shots. He's a chronic caller. Of course. He
2: should just go get a job. Well, okay. He's too busy <laughs> collapsing the U.S. economy.
1: <laughs> no, he's not. All
2: by himself.
1: Uh, he, by he, calling he, into this radio he, station, he or wishes. Show. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, for our listeners, it is an illustration of how much work we have yet to do. Mm. Right? Because, well, you know, we see the types of people who call. Right. Uh, I wish I wish more and better callers would call.
2: He's just right? a, but- a, he admits that he's immoral. He's like, I don't really care yeah. what happens to anyone. It's it's just my end. As long as my end happens. Not that he has any power either. That's the most psycho part about his uh, calls. Like, he talks about like what he w- he wants done, like, I want this done, I want the... And he doesn't have anything, if you ask him, that he's doing. He's I'm not joking, just sitting in his mom's basement. I know. I he's, know that that's yeah, what he's
1: he, He's a man full of opinions, and I believe... I'm trying to remember which which of our co-hosts coined this, but they said uh, uh, he's basically the embodiment of Twitter.
0: <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> if Twitter was... Pretty you accurate. Know, in, in, was, had a voice,
2: right? Ew, that's so true. Um, All of the replies that are hidden at the bottom because I've hit, hid them.
1: Yeah, he's a uh, what do you call it? Uh, an an audible troll. Yep. Right. You know, instead of uh, posting his trolling comments underneath, you know, your post or mine or on the on the uh, well uh, it, the social media. This
3: is the radio show that you can troll.
1: Mm. Let's let's not uh, advertise that. Right. Let's not put that in our tagline as our slogan. Well, I anything.
3: I did I stole that from uh, or borrowed it rather from David from New Mexico. Yeah. So,
1: wow, that's like borrowing something from Squidward.
3: <laughs> no, it's not. David's not that bad.
1: Okay, but it's like it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Segway er, neck whiplash. No actual segue here. That's just a segue alert. Oh. <laughs> yeah, nice. Bonnie act like it, like she fell over from riding a segue. <laughs> um. So, you guys are probably too young for
2: 9-11. I was five.
1: Yeah? You weren't? I, I was remember three. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, a little bit after 9-11 happened, uh, the government decided to uh, turn in some, I'm going to call it legislation. This legislation is known as the Patriot Act. Hmm. It's twenty-two years old today.
0: Wow! 20, twenty-two
1: years ago, the Patriot Act was, and when they enacted it, they're like, "It's just a temporary thing. Mm. Where it's only going to be for six months."
0: Whoa! It's
1: just a temporary thing, but we're going to put this thing in place, and uh, you know, it's for your safety.
2: I forgot that it's part. for your
1: safety, right? They were temporary. all about it was. It was temporary and for your safety.
2: Um, it's so weird though, because how old is Bitcoin? How old are cryptocurrencies? less than Not 22 years old. Yeah. old yeah well then why did they use those laws to go after ian for selling bitcoin makes ah, no sense
1: oh no yeah. it doesn't yeah no they what what they did to ian is of course wrong on so many levels but uh, what they did is they tried to shoehorn a new technology into laws made for their own status currency right right uh and of course they got away with it because they can they're the yeah. state right uh, so, anyway, this from the freethoughtproject.com. Two decades of blowback. The Patriot Act turns 22. After 22 years, the supposedly temporary USA Patriot Act is just as dangerous as ever. Voice or no voice, the people can always be brought to the bidding of leaders. All you have to do is tell them they're being attacked. And denounce the pacifists for lack of patriotism mm. and exposing the country to danger. It works the same in any country. Mm. That is a quote from Hermann Goering, the German military commander and Hitler's designated successor.
3: Wow. Oh, good. I'm going
1: to read that again. Voice or no voice, the people can always be brought to the bidding of the leaders. All you have to do is tell them they're being attacked and denounce the pacifists for lack of patriotism and exposing the country to danger, it works the same in any country.
2: Dang, is he right? Yeah.
1: For those who remember the days and months that followed 9-11, there's an unnerving feeling of deja vu about the Hamas attacks on Israel. The same shocking images of carnage and grief dominating the news. The same disbelief that anyone could be so hateful, so monstrous, so evil as to do this to another human being. The same outpourings of support and unity from around the world. The same shared fear that this could easily have happened to us or our loved ones. Now once again, the drums of war are sounding on the world stage. Not that they ever really stopped. Israel is preparing to invade Gaza. The Palestinians are nearing a humanitarian crisis. And the rest of the world is bracing for whatever blowback comes next. Here in the United States, as we approach the 22nd anniversary of the USA Patriot Act on October 26th, we're still grappling with the blowback that arises from allowing one's freedom to be eviscerated in exchange for the phantom promise of security. Here are a few lessons that we never learned or possibly learned too late. Mammoth legislation that expands the government's powers at the citizens' expense will not make anyone safer. Rushed through Congress more a mere forty-five days after the nine eleven attacks, forty-five days, right? Like, yeah, that's like, what I was sitting here thinking. Normally, a, a legislature, you know, proposes the thing, and then it's got to jump through, and then it's got to go through a committee, and then it's got to be approved. That no, must and be and record go timing, House, and then it's got to go, and it takes way less than 45 days
2: just think right? of all the people who had to read i don't know how many thousands of pages it is but it's definitely thousands of pages it, each person who voted for this think how long it would take them to actually read it they didn't, they didn't. yeah they couldn't have
1: they didn't yeah they have to pass it first before mm-hmm. they can find out, find what's, out what's in what's it, in it yeah. that's where that phrase comes <laughs> that from. that
2: was not a uh, patriot act specifically
1: 603 283 6160 yeah as far as i know Uh, If you want to comment on this, we'll talk more about the lessons we didn't learn from the Patriot Act. Plus, more Free Talk Live is on the way. Hour two is next.
4: On Free Talk Live, we're bringing people to the ideas of liberty every day. From wrestling superstars like Glenn Jacobs.
1: You guys really are having an impact, I believe. Like I said, uh, a lot of...
4: You can help more people hear the message of liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com. A-M-P-S Free Talk Live.
1: Yes, it's Free Talk Live. Welcome back. Thank you for listening and tuning in tonight. Hour number two of this Friday edition is now underway. The telephone number, should you want to pipe in, chime in, opine, or bring up whatever's on your mind, is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain.
2: Nikki. And it's Bonnie.
1: Uh, Before we go on, this hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Are you tired of the ever-inflating U.S. dollar? Well, you can live your life on Dash instead with some handy websites. BitRefill.com has been accepting Dash for years and has a ton of big-name retailers and brands, including grocers gas stations, phone refills, Amazon, and even prepaid MasterCards. Plus, many of their gift cards are available at a discount. What about paying your bills? Well, Spritz.Finance can do that, and they can send dollars to your bank account too, in case you still need those for some reason. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and easy to use Dash, Start by learning more at Dash.org. And big thanks to the Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. You can visit Dash.org to learn more about Dash. That's Dash.org. All right. So we've been talking about the lessons not learned from something called the Patriot Act. That's uh, right about 22 years ago. Uh, it was passed a mere forty-five days after the events of nine eleven, and uh, it was a, a mammoth piece of legislation. Uh, the, the people who passed it did not read it. Yeah, uh, it was it was a whole bunch of uh, uh, pre-existing legislation and then some additional mm. legislation all thrown together in a big bucket. And they said, "Nope, this is for your safety."
2: And it was like a bunch of banking regulations mostly. It's like, what what does that even keep you safe from people? running planes into buildings
3: how how does that do that well even i mean if you go to buy a house within the um like if you're using a lender within the loan agreements like all the paperwork they have you sign there's something about the patriot act in there right (laughs) and i was like so so shocked by that i'm like what does this have to do with buying a house well we're teaming up with the government to keep you safe from terrorists who are trying to buy a house in your neighborhood
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to live next door to terrorists, do you? Yeah. Like you're not capable of like vetting a neighborhood.
2: In the right? banks, yeah. it's not even like they do anything to make sure someone's on a terrorist. Like, have they done anything to make sure you're not a terrorist when you've been like applying for these
1: No. They're this, just
2: tracking you. That's what the Patriot Act yeah.
1: is this, for. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a big piece of legislation that says government is spying on you all the time, everywhere, in every possible way. So there are more lessons here from the article, but let's go to your calls and thoughts. We've got Major Payne calling from Michigan. Major, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Captain Dumpling, I was wondering oh. if you were once under the command of Colonel Sanders.
1: <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Squidward likes to call me that because of I've cited twice now uh, Dumpling Island. Oh. Uh, Dean Kamen, the inventor of the Segway, the, the little electric scooter thing. Oh,
5: is that the one off the coast of uh, New York and Connecticut there? Yeah.
1: That's yeah. the one. Yeah. I know it was
2: called Dumpling it's Island. It's called Dumpling
1: Island, and, and the funny. currency of Dumpling Island is called the dumpling.
2: <laughs> That's cute.
1: So, uh, And also, uh, I'd like to issue an a correction, too, because it was either Squidward or somebody else called in and said that the article that I cited was satire. It was written tongue-in-cheek. That's not true. Huh. Uh, like, th- it is factual that, like, th- no legislative thing passed in either New York or Connecticut saying, yes, we recognize Dumpling Island as its own country. But what did happen is they declared their independence... Uh, They created their own currency. Uh, The governments of both New York and Connecticut uh, sent threatening letters to the island for some period of time, years Hmm. uh, after this happened, threatening, you know, violence, threatening, you know, all the things that governments like to threaten with. They didn't do that
2: here. They just brought violence.
1: Eventually they stopped sending him letters and sort of that's just where it's at right now. So it could be a misnomer. Did they successfully secede? Well, so far, right in yeah. in that you know the dude's not paying any taxes. They do on his better than Liberland. Do way better than Liberland, yeah. yeah, by by a long shot. So anyway, Major, you were calling, I'm sure, about something else.
5: Yeah, I just thought maybe Squidward had chicken and dumplings for dinner that night. I thought that was a better, better a little little more curve appeal than I do
1: uh, I've never yeah, had squ- I've never had squid dumplings. That sounds gross. I
2: would be actually, that might
5: actually that sounds good.
3: Yeah, <laughs> kind of does.
5: Chicken and dumplings, dude. Standard dish.
3: Yeah, Those but he's Squidward, though.
5: Yeah, uh, true enough. But he wouldn't cook himself, though he tries to every night. But that's, <laughs> he gets roasted. Decided.
3: Yeah, he does
2: get roasted um, on here.
5: As far as the uh, the what hundred billion that Biden is as has, uh, suggested <laughs> is is his goal number for everybody's aid.
1: Yeah, I think it's like hundred and four billion, but like yeah, over yeah. hundred billion.
5: Now, I think yesterday I heard him, he made the site uh, from what he claimed, going, I'm in the war zone, the only president to go to a war zone since Lincoln that wasn't under our control, right? And he never went into anything that wasn't under our control. He went into Israel. But anyway, <laughs> Good point. Um, there was another uh, $30,000 added to it when he got home and made his speech, and I figure that must be for Taiwan. Well, we sent two battle groups over there as far as the aircraft carriers and ah, $100 billion apiece to uh, patrol the Eastern Oceans. That sounds about right. Yeah, we'll throw that in there. These, these jerks.
1: Yeah, I, and this is what happens with, well, legislation in general these days is, you know, they make a thing and they call it a thing and they say, this is what it's for, and you, you start to believe that that's what it's for. And then within the thing... You start reading it, you're like, "Well, what's this for? Where, why is this in here? Where hmm. does this come from? And why? No, this doesn't make any sense." Why Gender is,
2: studies in Iraq or whatever.
1: Yeah, you know, or Afghanistan, you, you know, some some you know obscure research program for flamingos in Florida or something yeah. gets thrown this in there. This sounds important. Like, why is that in there, right? And of course, we know, particularly with the Patriot Act, that when the government names these things, generally speaking. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. nothing patriotic about the Patriot Act. In fact, it's it's the opposite of that. It's the we get to spy on you anytime we want to. Yeah,
2: it's an un-American act.
1: Yeah,
5: privacy is American. They sold that to the American people on was that we will be able to listen to uh, terrorists having conversations with other terrorists around the world, and that meant anybody calling out of the United States or calling into the United States. Well, who calls out of the United States? People from the United States. Mm-hmm. So everybody's call that goes overseas is being screened.
2: Well, they all are now NSA.
5: Yeah, well, that's due to the Patriot Act. Yep. And, uh, well, let's go back to uh, what Benjamin Franklin said. Those who give up essential liberties for assumed safety deserve neither.
2: Right.
5: Yeah. We have been taught this lesson time and time again. Mm, We've been shown the
1: lesson, but learning the lesson is really the part that hasn't happened.
5: Oh, yeah. Well, that's because uh, nobody's ever treated these politicians like a puppy and rubbed their nose in the crap they produce.
1: Well, yeah, it's because, uh, you know, the politicians... Have all the enforcers, and the enforcers have all the guns.
2: You can always just stop feeding them, but everyone needs to do it, not just one person.
1: Right? We need a mass amount of people to stand up against it. I don't and, think a
2: puppy will stay very long. And if it you doesn't. Don't
1: it. it doesn't seem to me like the you know the average American person uh, you know has any idea that it's time to stand up. So
5: no, well, most of them are just sheep. You know, mere sheep. Yep. And as one of the kings of England said, strike the shepherd, your sheep will scatter. You
1: and, know? And was, I think
5: that was the great part, old long shanks.
1: Yeah. Anything else you want to share, Major?
5: Um... Uh, now just this whole country's going to hell in a handbasket, and the world's following right along, and I don't know what to do about it. It just frustrates the hell out of me.
2: But we were live on a Friday.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's, that's that's we got that going for us, which yeah. is nice. Thanks for the call, Major. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to join us tonight. What other lessons have we not learned from the patriot, the unpatriotic act? Uh, Well, the first one, mammoth legislation that expands the government's powers at the citizens' expense will not make anyone safer. Uh, We covered that a bit. Uh, Preemptive strikes will only lead to further blowback. Not content to wage war against Afghanistan, which served as the base for Osama bin Laden, the U.S. embarked on a preemptive war against Iraq in order to stop any adversary challenging America's military superiority and Mm. adopt a strike-first policy against terrorist threats before they're fully formed. Quote, We are still suffering the consequences of this failed policy, which resulted in lives lost, taxpayer dollars wasted, the fomenting of hatred against the U.S., and the further radicalization of terrorist cells. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Um, the the big difference here is, of course, libertarians are not necessarily pacifists. Hmm. Well, you could be a libertarian and be pacifist, but uh, libertarianism says that uh, you should not initiate force or aggression. And so here we have a government who passed a thing and decided that it was a good idea to go on the offensive. That makes you the aggressor. Overtly,
2: yeah, not yeah.
1: you know you're not defending anybody no. like well we we have to defend ourselves by having a good offense we're gonna bomb our way to peace
2: the people that they said did 9-11 like the alleged yeah. hijackers weren't even from Iraq right so it doesn't make any sense no. and and most people just didn't question it I didn't question it for a long time like why Iraq specifically you know I was yeah. just like Oil, I guess I just thought oh poppy, opium. they're all Muslims something like that. As if that makes it okay.
3: And you know what? With the, you know, to the point of the Muslim thing, that we're seeing that again with uh, Israel and Palestine. Yeah. So much racism against Muslim people.
2: What are we going to do now? Just go after Afghanistan? Like go start a preemptive war with Afghanistan because of something, something, some Muslims in Gaza?
1: Well, we learned from history that Afghanistan is where empires go to die.
2: Okay, fine. Iran... Iran supposedly somewhat connected to Hamas. Even though I don't get how, considering Israel helped create Hamas.
1: Yeah, Bonnie, it doesn't matter to the government. They're brown people. Let's just bomb them.
0: Yeah. Let's and just it keep that them. way.
1: Like, I mean, it totally is that way. Yeah. Like, uh, name a white country the U.S. has bombed in the last 20 years. Can't. It doesn't exist. Right. Like, you know, and I mean, to some extent, a lot of countries are, you know, a little more uh, non-homogeneous, right? They're uh, mixed races these days, right? You know, technology is such, people can travel and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, but a predominantly white area rarely gets bombed by the United States. Hmm. So...
0: The
2: closest I could come to was like, somewhat Cuba. They have some white people. Didn't they bomb Cuba? Or was it just... There was... um. I don't know. But they're not I don't know if there but was, way, if there no, was no.
3: actual there was just like the Cuban missile crisis, but yeah, was that in the
2: past 20 years? That was just a threatening of it, I guess. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, I more, it was more than
1: 20 years ago, yeah.
2: Then no. I can't think of any plus Cubans aren't I was just saying anyone that looks remotely white. Yeah. And no. Uh
1: another lesson, war is costly. I mean, I don't know how many, ta- how many ways I can say this to everybody, particularly over nationally syndicated radio, the internet, live streams, et cetera, and so on. Uh, w- war is not only costly, it's retardedly costly, mm-hmm. right? It is just a mammoth expense that can only be paid uh, in in the way that war is being conducted by the U.S., can only be financed by fiat currency, that is, currency backed by nothing other than the full faith and might of the United States military itself. That's the only thing backing the dollar right now. Nothing else. Uh, They print it out of thin air because if they had to actually send you a bill every year on your taxes for how much your portion of these wars cost you, war would be over tomorrow. Hmm, Because everybody would get that receipt and be like, no, no way in hell am I paying that. That's not going to happen.
3: That'd be nice, but... I don't even believe that. So
1: instead, they print more money out of thin air and increase the national debt and inflate the dollar so that your dollar uh, actually gets you less than the day you earned it.
3: Yep. Yep. I mean, that's definitely right.
1: There are many reasons to go to war. The article continues. But those who have advocated that the U.S. remain at war year after year after year after year are the very entities that have profited most.
2: I just want to say... Um, on the topic of dollars always going le- being worth less and less every day hmm. i got paid for something in silver recently nice three different types of silver yeah uh, three were little square rectangular blocks and then um a coin yep. and then a silver spoon Ooh, and i just Ricky keep Trader. like playing with it it's like so fun i keep just imagining i'm in like biblical times or something i'm like 30 shekels and like throwing it and hearing the noises that's so (laughs) funny so my pretty (laughs) it's
3: just so funny um my sister had a coin collection growing up where she collected like silver and different types of coins and she'd just play with it
2: yeah i love the noise you know
3: it's so i remember remember one time i like took her coin collection and i was playing with it Mm -hmm. and she could tell what coin it was from like across the house and she's like somebody's playing with my silver it's funny
1: The costs are not just monetary, they also include more than uh, hundreds of thousands of civilians who have been killed, or the millions displaced from their homes as a result of endless wars, drone strikes, bombs, and violence. The tactics, uh, another lesson, the tactics and weapons of war, once deployed abroad, will eventually be used against the citizenry at home. The horrors that took place in Abu Ghraib, the American-run prison in Iraq, involved U.S. military personnel humiliating, hurting, and abusing Iraqi prisoners in a myriad of perverse ways. While American servicemen and women smiled and gave thumbs up, naked men were threatened by dogs or were hooded, forced into sexual positions, placed standing with wires attached to their bodies, or left bleeding on prison floors.
3: It's horrifying.
1: Yeah, the and this is a, a this is a very um, a forgiving uh, description of what happened there. Uh, adding to the descent into moral depravity, the United States government legalized the use of torture, including waterboarding, in violation of international law and the so-called pursuit of national security.
2: It's disgusting.
1: The ramifications have been far-reaching, with domestic police mirroring a battlefield mindset in their encounters with American citizens, including the use of torture tactics at secret locations such as the Homan Square in Chicago.
2: Wait, what? What is that about?
1: Uh, So there is a a place in Chicago where they would take people and torture them.
0: Oh. Yeah.
3: Like Like Americans or like... Alleged terrorists?
1: The disappeared. Chicago police detain Americans at abuse-laden black sites. This is uh, also f- this yeah. is from The Guardian. Uh, secret interrogation facility reveals aspects of war on terror in U.S. They disappeared us. Protesters detail 17-hour shackling without basic rights. Accounts describe police brutality, missing 15-year-old, one man's death. Wow. Oh,
3: my, God. Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, the Chicago Police Department operates an off-the-books interrogation compound rendering Americans unable to be found by family or attorneys while locked inside what lawyers say is the domestic equivalent of a CIA black site. So oh my God. the article is basically just saying we have police now mirroring the military's tactics yeah. by what setting year? up uh, torture sites. I don't remember what year that was.
2: Um, because I know during the 2020 like Black Lives Matter riots, there were people claiming that people were getting snatched up in unmarked vans.
1: Yep, I remember that too. Uh, this other article doesn't say the date, or at least I'm not familiar enough with it to find it. Hang on, I'm going to look one more time. It's
2: really terrifying. Um,
1: uh, this article is eight years old, so you do the math.
2: Supporting war and supporting that just makes you a bad person. Yeah, well, absolutely.
1: And, like, again, I'm old enough to know when there was just the threat of the United States becoming a police state after mm-hmm. this legislation went in, this uh, so-called Patriot Act, right? Because prior to that, uh, police were not militarized. Uh, they were not, largely most police did not wear bulletproof vests. Yes, they didn't like carry SWAT, know, gear? SWAT gear. They didn't bearcats. carry what, yeah, they didn't have bearcats. cats. They didn't have tanks. They didn't have... You know, at most, maybe they had like a bomb squad or something like that that they could call in. Maybe they had like an armored vehicle that they would all get behind when they were about to detonate something that looked like a bomb, you know, that kind of a thing. But uh, by and large, uh, most police did not have anything that resembled military equipment, arms or ammunition. Uh, That all changed. Now it's the norm. So there's no more threat of the United States becoming a police state. Oh, it good. is a police state now. Oh. Yeah, it's it's full on. They've graduated, right? They've gotten all the military gear that they can fathom. Uh, and
3: that's like almost every single police department.
1: Keene, New Hampshire is 25,000 people. What do they With need a bear cat? For? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: And yeah. everybody was against it. Uh, yeah, they brought, yeah, they two. Two. They brought two. two here. So. Maybe they borrowed one from Jaffrey. Yeah. No,
1: they
2: have two <laughs> here, and it's so stupid. That yeah. they would even... And that was the first time they it's ever crazy. used it, it was
3: on my house. That's it's the crazy. First time they yeah. It. And only. The well, time. like, why else would they need to use it? I mean, obviously, they didn't need to use it here, but there's no reason yeah. they don't even need that. They got to use that it. That was approved. Yeah. yeah. And they were, like, so excited, probably. Oh, yeah. Weirdos. We're to go get us
1: some. Yeah. They were excited. Like, you know they were. Yeah. They were jacked up and steroid, gone to and ready to you go. you
3: know, steroid yes. infested... Yeah. Roid rage.
1: They're like, normally our jobs are pretty boring. We get to go like tank somebody's house. Yeah, yeah. And like, did any of them even think about what they were doing while no. they were doing it? When, they can't think. You
0: know,
2: one guy. I'm not. It wasn't keen, PD. But one FBI agent. When I was waiting for a female FBI agent to come in so I could put clothes on, right. I was like in a in a robe, like a towel type robe. But I was sitting there, handcuffs, and just like waiting. What, and- like a snuggie um it's just a a, a reverse
3: it's a reverse snuggie oh, no okay. it doesn't
2: have sleeves it's just a towel basically that has oh gosh, yeah. um yeah it's like wearing okay, ha- yeah. a towel and um important. anyways um i asked the guy i was like so what is this all about and he was like bitcoin it's uh something about bitcoin and i was like wait bitcoin is legal and he was like yeah but you can do illegal stuff with it. And he just obviously didn't even know exactly yeah, what it was no about. Yeah, he had
3: no clue what he was well, doing. He was just, right. like, he just, was just told, like, order follower. Just following your yep. He
2: even told me, I was like, um, I just really want to go get my dog. And he was like, don't worry, all of us love dogs here. I was just like, uh, What? you're a freak. You're traumatizing no. my dog. Like,
3: yeah. He's like, don't worry, we're not those kind of cops.
2: Literally, I was just like. um.
1: Another lesson not learned. Allowing the government to spy on its citizens will not reduce acts of terrorism, but it will result in a watched, submissive surveillance society. We Hmm. can talk more about what that means here on Free Talk Live, plus more of your calls and thoughts still to come. What are the new Hoovervilles? Hmm. Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up.
4: The Free State Project has reached its goal of 20,000 liberty lovers who've pledged to move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of New Hampshire should be your destination. If so, consider Keene. You'll find more than 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeen.com. Keene is famous for its historic publicity-generating activism, as well as being the Liberty Media capital of the world. It's home to freekeen.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeen.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keen. That's move.freekeen.com.
1: it's
2: free talk live
1: the telephone number is
0: 603
2: 22836160 i could only think ian's <laughs> number just now
0: it's all
2: right i was like that's You're all like right? i can't say that totally understand i always look at it when it's there
1: really because right, everything's
2: I've, 603 here so i've, I've said no. it
1: so many times yeah but i like i'm still not used to 603 as an area code like hmm. obviously if i gotta dial anything local Right In New Hampshire, because there's only one area code here. But uh, in western Washington, anyway, there are three different area codes. I think there might be four now. I think they did a split recently. Um, So, yeah, there's that. Uh, But at any rate, it is Free Talk Live in the studio. It's myself, the captain.
2: Nikki. And Bonnie.
1: We've been talking about uh, a a number of things. A hundred billion dollars more for war, says President Biden. Uh, But yet, where's that money coming from? I I certainly don't want to pay any money for any war at all, ever. And in that way, I am a conscientious objector. Uh, War should never be waged, right? If people are violent against other people, that should be handled and treated as a crime. Yeah. You know, if you aggress on somebody else, you best expect somebody to try and defend themselves.
2: It's just so childish that we're still talking about this, like, thousands of years after, like, tools got created in the Bronze Age. Right. It's it's so disgusting. I'm just ashamed of, you know, the average human being because even if they're not the ones doing it, the average human being thinks it's okay.
1: Yeah, or doesn't understand enough, they go, well, I guess I don't know enough to... You know, it's these, an
2: inevitability.
1: It's the, these people, you know, it's so complex that, you know, these people understand so it complex. and I don't. So we have people, like, everybody thinks their their morality is outsourced yeah, to the yeah. government.
3: We have people thinking about well, that for us. Yeah, yeah, they think everything is outsourced. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, well, you're not an expert. You no, I hear yeah. that all the time. Well, well, you think you're an expert? You think you know more than doctors and scientists? Uh, I am capable of doing my own research and to be honest with you i'm sure like the average crunchy mom on facebook probably has done more research than any doctor ever has outside of med school
1: yeah it's uh, it's amazing how many doctors you can go see and tell them your ailments and then they prescribe you a drug Without even like doing yeah. the physical, without yeah. you know, you're just like yeah, it hurts over here. Oh, here's some pain meds, or here's some, thing, yeah. you know, oh, you're coughing, here's some drug for that, right? You know, try this. This is new, right? Uh, they're they're literally uh, drug pushers in in that respect. Not all of them, of course, but, but most of them, but a, a lot of them uh, are pushing what the pharmaceutical companies are pimping.
3: Yeah. Right. I mean, even in my nursing jobs, you know, somebody comes to me with a stomach ache and I'm like, if I was at home, I would do a B, you know, I'd give you this T, yep. you know, if you're, you know, you have this, you know, there, I have so many skills that I can't use in that role. And yeah. I'm sure most doctors feel the same exact way. They're like, no, if I was at home, I would just give, you know, I, I for me, I would take this. But all I have is, you know, these drugs to give you or prescribe you. And yeah. it is a little frustrating,
1: you know, Sad. Uh, We've also been talking about uh, the, well, the Patriot Act is not quite 22 years old, will be in about six days, but we're talking about the lessons not learned. Uh, Allowing the government to spy on its citizens will not reduce acts of terrorism, but it will result in a watched, submissive surveillance society. Not only did the USA Patriot Act normalize the government's mass surveillance powers— but it also dramatically expanded the government's authority to spy on its own citizens with almost no oversight. Thus, a byproduct of this post-9-11 age in which we live, whether you're walking through a store, driving your car, checking your email, talking to friends and family on your phone, you can be sure that some government agency is listening in and tracking your behaviors. This doesn't begin to touch on the corporate trackers that monitor your purchases, your web browsing, Facebook posts, and other activities taking place in the cyber sphere We have all become data collected in government files. Uh, a friend of mine was, uh, I was texted with him, just, you know, normal guy stuff, whatever, uh, and I had mentioned, you know, that, uh, you know, having a, you know, having, having to do more stuff with the show now, you know, he knows I'm on this show or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, I, f- I, figure the FBI has got a file on me just for talking to you or just for <laughs> texting you. And I'm like, I, you know, they probably have one on you before that, but like you talking to me, is just gets you a little extra star, you know, you get a little check mark next to your name. Yep. Talks to this guy. All right. I'm, I'm sure of it. We know for a fact the FBI listens to this show.
3: Yeah. They're super fans.
1: So, yeah. Far be it for me to believe they don't listen to as much of everything else that they can surrounding all of us.
2: Communication. It's kind of creepy.
1: It's very creepy. And yet, you know, freedom of speech? Yeah, no. Sorry. News uh, for- Well,
2: we covered that yesterday. Um, Freedom of speech isn't really necessarily legal.
1: No, it certainly isn't.
2: I mean, Wednesday. keep thinking Wednesday was
1: yesterday. Yeah, that's okay it's a weird like we haven't done a live friday show in a minute so yeah yeah it's and
2: i have been doing thursdays but i didn't yesterday captain covered for me so i could go watch sam and colby's at their youtubers and they do ghost hunting you're, We went to go watch you're their, so
1: high on that that's awesome
2: yes we went to go watch their first episode of their new conjuring house series and i'm so excited was it good it was really good it wasn't really that scary but it was probably some of the best like evidence of the paranormal mm. that it, it was
3: the best evidence. i'll of definitely the paranormal. yeah i'll definitely go watch it i would totally recommend yeah. it or just any of their videos
1: uh we can talk more about the lessons not learned from the unpatriotic act and more but let's go to this unscreened caller what's your name please you're live on free talk live
7: yeah um This is Ed in Utah. I appreciate what you're talking about here today. Um, But you also brought up torture and war Mm -hmm. and its relationship. And uh, what I want to do is mention a couple of things. Uh, Sorry, I had the uh, radio volume up there. Um, What I want to mention is uh, this situation, in the war in Israel, and how so many um, Americans right now who just a few months ago weren't believing what uh, either party, we're saying, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of dissolution that way, all of a sudden, due to a lot of uh, big media brainwash that's going on, jump on this bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I want to bring to your attention, um, Are you f- you're in the talk radio business. Are you familiar with Jeff Rents? Uh,
1: I have heard the name, yes.
7: Yeah, okay. He used to be the second most listened to overnight host next only to Art Bell. Yep. Huh. Um, R- yeah, R-E-N-S-E.com. The reason I bring him up, and I'm not saying that a lot of the audience would agree with everything Jeff is saying, but we are tracking with you um, on this whole idea of torture and who we should be backing. Now, Jeff is not a friend of Israel. Uh, I don't think we should have to be required to be a friend of Israel or anybody else if we're supposed to be talking America first. Yeah. But the things they are showing right now, did you guys get the word on this guy named Whiteman? Well, Wheatman, you pronounce, he's uh, big in the Likud party over there in Israel. No. And he just threatened Russia today. I mean, he pointed the finger. He goes, after we're done with Gaza, we're coming after you, Mr. Putin. Wow, really?
0: Is, this,
7: oh, yes. This is Mr. Whiteman. He's number three man in the Likud, uh, Netanyahu, uh, right. whatever you call that over there. So I caution freedom seekers in America and freedom lovers, even if you are a Trump supporter or whatever else, or MAGA, I do consider myself MAGA. And the reason is we got to stop it at all levels. And uh, we're getting one side of the story on Fox and even on the large media right now. Uh, you know, like I said I'm Mega, I've shifted a little bit. If I'm going to look at mainstream media right now, to some of the people like uh, on CBS or even a few on CNN. At least some of them are. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're predisposed to not like Israel. I'm glad uh, Ed that some you some of them are saying so.
1: I'm glad Ed that you're yep. watching. You know, more than one flavor of newscasts because that's something that helped me many, many years ago, realize that uh, each one of these news agencies has their own agenda. And if you want right. to if you want to get the real big picture, uh, that's where I started was not only just watching different American broadcasts, but I started watching uh foreign broadcasts as well. Uh and it, right. as as you know, uh, you know, like RT USA no longer exists and things like that. But there were a a large variety of foreign uh, you know, media that I could go and watch to get a different flavor, a different take. What I eventually yep. ended up realizing is something that you pointed out at the top of your call, that is a whole bunch of people just recently, we're talking about how no news, no media is telling you the straight story, and then all of a sudden, you know, we get we get some bombing going on. All of a sudden, everybody's jumping on their respective bandwagon, whether it's Fox or CNN or whatever. Yes.
7: Yeah. Say, I so much agree with that. And one last point, I'll let you go if I can. Sure. Um, there was a fellow that he was the campaign chairman for Pat Buchanan, like way back in the 1992, Hal Turner. Mm -hmm. Um, Hal Turner was both FBI, CIA He became a whistleblower They end up throwing him in jail You go to Hal Turner com, And he is showing up much of this But one thing that's going on Between him and Jeff Rance right now Is this Uh, You know about this debate back and forth And there's really no debate About the hospital uh, With Israel um, It was reported that the Excuse me
1: The bombing That wasn't a bombing
7: Yeah Well Okay so even Alex Jones to say, okay, they didn't hit the hospital. No, it hit the parking lot. Um, the point is, even with what you're seeing, you can compare the sound. Very few people are doing that. Well, Rance has that. And what you're hearing is they play you the sound of uh, of this JDAM missile, which is in U.S. exercises. And you can hear it. It was probably done here in the Nevada desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it is, you hear the exact sound of the JDAM, and then they play the sound of what hit next to the hospital in the parking lot, and it was the exact same sound. So all that other stuff was a b- bunch of uh, malarkey uh, that the Israelis are saying. This They struck it. Now, they didn't hit the hospital. That part, Hamas, kind of blew out of proportion. But it was a thermal, bari- uh, thermal bar- barometric type bomb. I'm not sure of the exact uh, uh, pronunciation of that, yeah. but that is uh, percussion. And if you look at the roofs of the cars, they're punched down inwards. So it was midair that is not a Hamas uh uh um you know old age rocket you know a little firework no this is this is high precision, and the sound is uh, identified so they hit next door to it, and because of that, that's why the windows were blowing out. they did kill people on the other side of it the the, the bomb is designed to do that so people do need to look at your show to even have this discussion and what rants dot com is saying and hell Turner's reporting
1: hey, Ed, thanks for the call. We appreciate you six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Um I everything that Ed just said I have heard in a headline. Uh, but I'm doing my best to not pay attention to yeah. any of that.
2: I'm not, I've am not. i only been looking at it whenever I'm looking for a show prep, yeah. and, and I went in, purposely looked up some terms and stuff like that, just so I could understand what was going on, like yep. what exactly is Hamas, stuff like that, but I, not much more. I do have one thing for show prep today I thought was pretty interesting about um, Israel is kicking Al Jazeera out of their country.
1: I saw that too. I didn't put it in my show prep, but Terrible. I did see that too. Uh, and we could talk about that too uh, here in a bit if you if you'd like to sure. um so the you know the question is uh, why everybody's all like dug into this thing and they're like you know scouring through and they're like reading, they're intaking all of the media and all that kind of stuff. Uh, why would why would a guy want to not pay attention to it? Well, because I don't want to pay for it first of all, mm. right? Uh, I'm not trying to ignore it, right? but like, I almost can't. Ignore it. Yeah. yeah, It's, yeah, it's... every frickin' where, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I went to uh, a retail store today. They got some TVs up in the store. The news is on. Mm-hmm. There it is, right? You know, not e- the sound's not even on. It's just, you know, the scrolling thing going across and then pictures of, you know, whatever's going on. Some reporter, live from Israel, right? You know, like you can't escape this. It is a full-on media onslaught. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm right
2: it's worse than ukraine already and it's like it's so clear to me that israel is really deep in the pockets and just the control system in the united states oh yeah because like what's worse about this than ukraine really nothing um in fact the ukraine uh war is probably a little worse because more than 500 people died
1: Right, but everybody in the United States is all in a huff about Israel now and Hamas and who's doing what and yeah, I'm like, on their side and they're on this side. It's like, you know, yeah. it's almost more like Israel controls the United States in ways, right? Uh, and then, you know, I I don't know enough about the history of Hamas to make any determination about why they did what they did and, you know, all that kind of a thing. So that's why I'm, I'm just trying to stay the F uh, out of it because... This is not up to us to solve in any way, shape, yeah. or form. The people of the United States of America should have zero hand in this particular Absolutely. dispute.
3: And like I even said earlier in the show, you know, I tried to make a nice post about like, hey, you know, let's, you know, a nice peaceful post. Like, yeah. hey, you know, we should pray for both sides. We should be praying for the individuals and the people and the children, whatever. And even just that post alone yeah. got people all riled up because how dare I say yeah. that I should be praying for. For you know, Palestine or Muslims or oh, do you know? Do you know what the Quran says? And like this, that, and the other thing. And it's like I don't care what it says. They both I don't, have terrible things. in this. that's the thing. Like I don't nice care scripts. what the Bible says. I don't care what the Quran says. I'm saying Texts. that innocent people are being traumatized. People are dying. It is horrible. Hmm. And I'm not going to pick a side here. I think picking a side in war is an immoral thing to do.
1: Uh If any of you are listening and you take one side or the other, you're like, oh, I'm on the side of Israel or I'm on the side of Hamas, uh, stop outsourcing this emotion that you have. Uh, Book yourself a flight, pack yourself a suitcase, fly over there, and join them if you support them so much, if you think that you are so correct. Get off your ass and go do something about it. Don't just sit and complain about it online and try and prove to all your friends that you're more right than they are. Yeah, more right, more moral. It's so childish. It's so egoist. It's so ugly. It really is ugly. Humanity is being very ugly right now. And if you're just sitting around taking a side because you've watched some news and you've read something online, then get off your ass and go do something about it.
2: I agree. It's the same thing I've thought with Ukraine this
3: whole time.
1: Yes. Also, when it comes to social media... How come no one's changing their flags?
3: I've seen a couple people. Um,
2: I the only thing I've really seen so far is um, um, you say you've seen, uh, picture profile pictures. I haven't seen that at all. But I saw somebody put out a Israel flag, Israeli flag outside their house uh, today. Oh, Oh, I I didn't see
3: that, but I have seen like is people changing their um profile pictures to like the Israel flags.
1: Yeah, (laughs) where's the uh, where's the face in the circle? Right for for Israel or Hamas? Yeah. Where's that? What's that? Yeah, that's whenever uh, something happens and it's the new thing mm-hmm. on on the social media trend. Uh, they usually have some sort of a, a circular frame, uh, particularly on oh, the Facebook. Yeah, it's got oh, words yeah. around it. I, I support stand the with, current yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah I yeah. stand with Ukraine. Or oh, that's so whatever. cringy. Honestly, it's total
2: cringe. I don't think I've even seen any uh, Palestine. I know it's a green flag, but I don't think I've seen any of that either.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it just proves how inconsistent ugly people are. Uh, all right, circling back to the lessons we did not learn from 9-11. Hmm. News cycle distractions, Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> yeah. news cycle distractions are calibrated to ensure that you lose sight of what the government is doing. The average American has a hard time keeping up with and remembering all of the events, quote-unquote, manufactured or otherwise, which occur like clockwork and keep us distracted, deluded, amused, and insulated from the reality of the American police state. Whether these events are critical or unimportant, when we're being bombarded with wall-to-wall news coverage and news cycles that change every few days, it's difficult to stay focused on one thing, namely, holding the government accountable to abiding by the rule of law.
2: It's just like the worst way to stay up-to-date on things is what... Everybody did when I was a kid, like all my friends, parents and my parents and everybody. It, it was just be to have like your news on TV and it was just the same like three stories and they'd get rehashed. Everybody had the same opinions that you'd hear it from. And, mm-hmm. and that's so distracting and like disorienting. And I hate that. I, it's I just like bad just energy. That. You right? know what I
3: mean? Like it's just it's so, always negative. Yeah, it's always negative.
1: And the powers that be understand this. In this way, regularly scheduled trivia or distractions that keep the citizenry tuned in to the various breaking news headlines and entertainment spectacles also keep them tuned out.
2: Oh, and you know what um, else is something that you'll start to notice if you're on any of these top news things like CNN or Fox News or any of those? um, This was pointed out by Mark Passio, who was on our uh, show, the first segment of our show on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. they always choose red and blue. Mm-hmm. Like Fox News is red. CNN yep. is blue. Yep. They're always those two colors. Like the main colors on the screen when you're watching uh, Fox or, or any news are going to be red and blue. And those are um, colors that put your brain into like a frequency of division because red and right. blue are opposites on the light spectrum and green yeah. is the yeah. middle. And um, it puts you in. Weird just that those a are the colors of
1: Democrats and Republicans.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. R- right. Right.
1: Uh, Moving on, if you stop holding the government accountable to the rule of law, the only laws it abides by will be the ones used to clamp down on the citizenry. Having failed to hold government officials accountable, uh, so I have to just stop with this paragraph because uh, I've been alive for 51 years. I have never really actually seen anyone or any subdivision of government hold government accountable for anything. Right. Occasionally, they'll offer up some sort of a scapegoat, right?
2: Or if it's really, really egregious like murder and not even always, sometimes maybe a cop will get fired.
1: Well, yeah, they get fired, but then they you know, get moved to another state and get another job as a cop again where they go ahead and kill again. Right. So uh, I'm just going to skip over this one because that's a lesson that we have not learned. And I don't think we're going to. Uh, how how exactly? If you know the answer to this, please call 603 603- 2836160 how exactly do people hold governments accountable for their actions
2: well the system is set up to not have any incentive for them to do anything but evil right. so it just doesn't work that way and people are going to continue supporting this system because they're not paying attention and they're eating cheetos on their couch and it's then no no nobody will ever be held accountable for the um, You know, the rape and murder at that prison you were talking about earlier, Al Gabari or something? Mm-hmm. Abu Ghirab. A- Abu, yeah,
1: yeah. That's fine. Uh, I think it was Abu Ghra- Ghirab.
2: Yeah. Ghirab. Okay. I-, I just feel like I've heard it before, but... You have. Yeah, I couldn't say it just now at all.
1: That's all right. Uh, Nikki? No? no? <laughs> nope. I feel like you haven't said anything in a minute.
3: Oh, I, I- thought you were going to try to...
1: <laughs> I oh, want to, to get
3: her to <laughs> say Abu Ghrabi? I was like, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that either.
1: <laughs> I just want to be talking over you. like. No, you know, no, you're good. Try to be fair and let yeah. people talk. You know, sometimes. Don't worry.
3: I've, if I have something to say, I, I will jump right I in there. I just know that Bonnie and I can
1: get carried away <laughs> sometimes. So, you know. uh, the next one is, do not turn your country into a battlefield, your citizens into enemy combatants, and your law enforcement officers into extensions of the military. A standing army, something that propelled the early colonists into revolution, strips the citizenry of any vestige of freedom. How can there be any semblance of freedom when there are tanks in the streets, military encampments in cities, Black Hawk helicopters and armed drones patrolling overhead? It was for this reason that those who established America vested control of the military in a civilian government with a civilian commander-in-chief. They did not want a military government ruled by force. Rather, they opted for a republic bound by the rule of law, the U.S. Constitution. Unfortunately, we in America now find ourselves struggling to retain some semblance of freedom in the face of police and law enforcement agencies that look and act like the military and have just as little regard for the Fourth Amendment laws, such as the NDAA that allows the military to arrest and indefinitely detain American citizens. Oh, my God. And military drills that acclimate American people to the sight of armored tanks in the streets, military encampments in cities, and combat aircraft patrolling overhead. Uh, one of the more disturbing examples of this, of course, is uh, during the NFL, the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Right? They're Like, the joke is that if you take the word national out of anything and replace it with government, you get a more mm-hmm. accurate picture. Yeah. Right? right. So uh, at some point, uh, the government started sponsoring the NFL, and in fact, they have like a whole month salute to service,
0: hmm.
1: right? So every time there's an NFL game on for like a whole month, which is a lot. That's like pff, there's 32 teams, so you do the math, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they they're all wearing like some weird version of of fatigues, right? Like the coaches on the sideline, they're all wearing like camouflage something or another. I didn't know hat. they did that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they do that. But but the the most egregious bit is uh outside of the domes uh when they when they're playing at an open air stadium they will have military jet fighters fly overhead hmm. Right before, and like shoot off some fireworks and big American flags. And it's like, yeah, it reminds me of sort of uh, the old rallies of Nazi Germany where they would have these Patriot rallies in North Korea, you know, and that too. Yeah, 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 It 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 definitely has this brainwash vibe to it that is disturbing and puts everybody on edge. Yeah, so 603 283 6160 is the number if you'd like to call in and opine. Hour number three of Free Talk Live, still to come. We're kicking off hour number three of this Friday edition of Free Talk Live. The phone number is 603-283-6160 if you would like to chime in, pipe in, weigh in, and talk about whatever's on your mind. In the studio tonight, it's me, Captain.
2: It's me, Nikki. And it's me, Bonnie. I,
1: I thought about once like doing like the, the caveman version of Free Talk Live. This Free Talk Live, you call, number is... Ungabunga. Host R. Right, yeah, Ungabunga. Right? It's just funnier you
2: know? to me when Mark says, it's me-mark, just because it sounds like one <laughs> word or something. Me-mark. Me-mark.
1: <laughs> or it's meme-arc. It's
2: a me-mark, oh, yep.
1: An arc full of memes. I would like to visit this arc,
2: because
1: <laughs> I love memes. I don't know about me you too. Guys. Yeah? If you
2: touch it, you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You know, the Ark of the Covenant, if you touch it, you'll die. Oh,
1: I was thinking Noah's Ark, not the Ark of oh, the Covenant. Oh, yeah. I think
2: that's with a C. Yeah. Mark is Mark with a K, so you're, you're right.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Meme Ark. All right. Anyway, <laughs> before we go on, I want to say thank you to Crash Gordon. That's right. Crash Gordon is a gold-level amplifier. What is an amplifier when it's related to Free Talk Live? Well, AMPS stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. And you can find out all about this program over at amps.freetalklive.com. Basically, it's a way for you to contribute to getting this show onto more radio stations. We're on something like 180 radio stations now. We could be on 200, 250, 300 radio stations, not out of the question. It's all up to you. Uh, The silver level is five bucks. That's the lowest level. We only ask for five, but you can do like Crash Gordon does and give more. He gives 10, so he's a gold level. You do get some uh, benefits when you do become an amplifier. Uh, it's a Patreon type of a setup, if you're familiar with that. You can find out all about the benefits, all about how to sign up, all how to become a amplifier here for Free Talk Live. If you enjoy the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, the topics, the position that we bring you, the perspective of freedom, liberty, and peace, please consider becoming an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Crash Gordon. We appreciate you.
2: Thanks, Crash Gordon. Crash. Uh... Crash Bandicoot.
3: He's an amplifier. That's what I was thinking at mm-hmm. first. <laughs> I don't
2: know if I said I, it right.
1: I can't oh. tell you what comes to mind when that comes to mind because, well, I can't say it on the radio.
2: Crash Bandicoot is like this little Fox video game no, guy. No, I,
1: I I know who it is. Oh. Uh, there's Well, never mind. I'll tell you off air. Okay. Uh, uh, if I remember. Uh, at any rate... Uh, we are going to talk about something different now. Uh, let's, Bonnie, let's go to what you brought in. Um, this from zerohedge.com.
2: This one makes me mad. Is They're doing the same thing in Israel, basically, that um, the United States did with RT.
1: Right. Uh, do you want to read this or you want me to? Oh,
2: I can read I, it if you I've want. I've it
1: up already. So. No, you, okay. you can read it. That's right. why I sent it to you. Uh, Israel moves to shut down Al Jazeera over Gaza coverage. Now, uh, we had a caller last segment uh talking about how um it's sort of opened his mind Ed Ed yeah sort of opened his mind to watch uh you know different yeah uh, brands of news right abc nbc cbs fox right the local news uh, you know, cable news, CNN, all That's that kind of stuff. That's
2: one re- huge reason I always check Al Jazeera when I'm looking for show prep. Is because like they have a unique perspective from yep. the news. I'm gonna if I look at like CNN, which I almost never do.
1: And and I also, in addition to Al Jazeera, I used to check RT, RT USA. I used to check BBC dot com. There was something. There was another news outlet out of like Africa too that I would check their their uh, world news site as well. Uh, When just, you know, trying to get a full perspective of what's going on, because all of these outlets have a slightly different agenda and thus a slightly different way of bringing you the news. So here we have Israel wants to shut down Al Jazeera over its Gaza coverage. The major Qatari based news channel, Al Jazeera, is about to be shut down in Israel, uh, Gaza and the West Bank by Israeli authorities. It has been accused of, quote, helping Hamas, unquote and encouraging violence against Israel. The ban is likely to include a raid on its offices in Israel. So, boy, that's not like, you know, a violation of freedom of speech at all. Hmm. You know, uh, I realize that that's not America over there. Yeah. And they don't, you know, pretend to have something called freedom of speech over nope. there. But at the same time... uh, to me, rights uh, are not dependent upon Where whatever you government are. you live under, right? Wh- whoever, Whatever government happens to claim a monopoly over your geographic area, uh, they do not grant you rights. Your rights are a condition of your existence. And so you should have the right to say whatever you want to say.
3: I wish and more th- people understood that. The other
2: thing about it is Biden is over here saying we have some kind of a duty to stand behind these people because they're a democracy can you be a true democracy if um like news stations can't even speak out if they're the wrong uh not that i'm saying democracy is so great but even if you're going to act like democracy is so great is can it possibly be a true democracy if like information isn't allowed to get to people they can't make correct decisions
1: yeah
2: you know like fully informed decisions if you're keeping people from certain
1: journalists Governments, uh, we look back at history, governments uh, traditionally like to shut down uh, these uh, media,
0: right?
1: yep. whether it's you know
2: newspapers, newspaper, pamphlets, Abraham local Lincoln, thing,
1: what, yeah, exactly, all that kind of thing, because they want to be in control. They want to control the narrative. They want to tell you what to think and how to think and how to act instead of letting you decide for yourself. It's, it's really just that simple. Uh, the Israeli government on Friday approved emergency regulations. Where have we heard this before? Right, COVID. Yep. Uh, Giving it the power. Patriot Act. It's, It's given itself the power to shut down foreign news agencies, which are deemed to be acting against the security of the state. Wow. Quote, unquote.
2: And one thing from Al Jazeera that I read was just like, it was an opinion piece saying that Israel is trying to goad the United States into war with Iran. It's not like they're saying things like we need to kill Israelis. You know, it's just criticism of the way that Israel is acting. It's just so obvious what's happening here.
1: The first target for shutdown is believed to be Al Jazeera, given its staunchly pro-Palestinian news coverage, which has also rejected Israel's denial of the Al-Ali Arab Hospital bombing and mass casualties. Media outlets ranging from I24 News to Times of Israel are reporting that Al Jazeera is the prime target. The channel is the largest Arabic-language news outlet in the world and also is a prime global source for English-language updates from within Gaza. Israeli Communications Minister Shlomo Kari... Shlomo.
2: That's yeah, terrible.
1: ...has emphasized that Israel <laughs> was at war on land, in the air, and at sea, and... On the public diplomacy front, according to The Times of Israel, the regulations are retroactive, meaning broadcasts by the Qatari network since the war started can now be used as the basis for a decision to shut down the staunchly pro- Palestinian news outlets local branch. Hmm. So <laughs> they're going to accuse them of being you know pro something that they're not, right? And they're going to use evidence from before this particular conflict even started.
2: They're not pro-Palestinian? I mean, they might be.
1: No, I'm just saying that the uh, government here is going to shut them down and they're going to use uh, broadcast as evidence, broadcasts that happened before this conflict even started. Yeah. So that's that's BS. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Uh, Kari called out the major Middle East news outlet by name in his fresh comments. We will not allow in any way broadcasts that harm the security of the state. The broadcasts and reports of Al Jazeera constitute incitement against Israel, help Hamas, ISIS, and the terror organizations with their propaganda, and encourage violence against Israel.
2: At least he told the truth at the beginning. It's the security of the state, not the security of, like, the Israeli people. people. Mm -hmm. They're trying to keep uh, their name This is the first time
1: I've seen Hamas-Isis.
2: Hmm, me too. I
1: haven't heard yeah, the term haven't. ISIS in quite some yeah. time. Uh, the first time I ever heard the term ISIS, believe it or not, it was a spinoff superhero program out of the mid to late seventies. Uh, Shazam used to be. Uh, there's a different name for him. Commonly, he's called Shazam. Uh, Never but heard of him. there was a show that was, and then there was a spinoff of this female, uh, and her superhero name was ISIS. And she had, you know, some superpowers. It was a a horrible show. It was kind of like Wonder Woman, (laughs) the OG Wonder Woman with uh, Hmm. Linda Carter. You know, it was that, you know, before special effects, so everything had to be practical. And this Isis was
2: before Wonder Woman or...
1: Uh right around the same time. I Wonder mm-hmm. Woman lasted more seasons, but yeah. Isis was right there. It was one of those things you'd turn on the TV after school and something would be on. Something. And you know, they'd ran out of you know You talk about
3: um Captain Marvel, was that the Captain
2: other name? Captain Marvel, yes, that's mm-hmm. the other
1: name for Shazam. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Nikki said that she has a friend named Isis and mm-hmm. it's caused all her this grief
1: oh, being named man. that. It, yeah. sucks it's such a pretty name. it is
3: it is such a beautiful name yeah. too. And obviously she was named that before. Yeah the terrorist group. So I mean, she was like, you know, imagine being a woman named ISIS and all of a sudden this terrorist, right, right. and everybody's talking about how much they hate ISIS and that's her name. She's
1: probably on a no-fly list I based know, on her first right? name. Could be. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That's what I was
3: thinking. And uh, it's, it's
2: a freaking ancient Egyptian goddess. It is. Yes. So it's like... Yeah, it is, yeah. Been around for a really long time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The way governments
1: act. And in fact, I think uh, the... the um, the actress who played ISIS in this television show that I'm thinking of uh Her name have, was Hamas? No, 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 but she, 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 she may <laughs> have been my first, like, television crush.
0: Oh, you know what I mean? I might have been like,
1: mm-hmm, she is attractive, you know? <laughs> uh, and then Linda Carter came along, and I totally forgot yep. about this ISIS chick. Bye! Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Linda Carter in her prime. Oh, my God. Still, even so. At any rate, uh, Israel's communication and defense ministers have reportedly agreed... To the following sweeping... She's yeah, she's super hot. Or for a 70s chick, right? You know?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Israel's communications and defense ministers have reportedly agreed to the following emergency superpowers. <laughs> Sorry, I put this word super in there. Emergency powers. <laughs> Israel will be able to order TV providers to stop broadcasting the news outlet in question.
2: Just Al Jazeera? Or- well,
1: I-, I noticed that this is worded in the singular... <laughs> Right, You would think that if it granted emergency powers, they'd be written vaguely so as to include, well, any potential, right? But this is written, and maybe it's a typo, I don't know, Mm. but it says, Israel will be able to order TV providers to stop broadcasting the news outlet in question. That's number one. Number two, close its offices in Israel, seize its equipment, and number three, shut down its website or restrict access to its website depending on the location of its server. Seizing its
2: equipment is so unnecessary you could just kick them out at the very least
1: yeah i mean this is what governments do yep right? gotta take it up a notch this is not new I, and if you think it can't happen here it can it will hmm. al jazeera has frequently alleged that israel's military targets and its correspondents in the field as was the case with slain al jazeera journalist uh shirin abu Akleh who had been shot in the head by Israeli forces while covering a raid on Jenin in the West Bank in May of 2022. Oh, my God. So, some online commenters have noticed the parallels with the Zelensky government in Ukraine, who early on in the war with Russia moved strongly against media outlets deemed opposition or pro-Russian. This included a crackdown on Russian-speaking media in general, despite a huge portion of Ukrainian citizens speaking Russian as either a first or a second language, Al Jazeera's live English language broadcasts can be accessed via the web. So, yeah, uh, wartime brings censorship; it brings a reduction in your freedoms. Absolutely, uh, no matter where you are, almost seems to be. And uh, this is this is horrible news. In fact, uh, if anything, uh, this should motivate some of the people who do live in that area to do more. Of what I call citizen journalism, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, get out in the streets, get your phone, you know, grab a camera, whatever, make your own videos, post them somewhere, however you can. And I, it's
3: never been easier. Yeah. I mean, with yeah. smartphones and social media.
1: Yep. Yeah. And you don't have to broadcast live. A lot of people think, oh, I got to go live. in order. No, you don't. You can record it and then take the video somewhere yeah. else and then upload it a little later. It doesn't have to be live. You almost
2: can't go live immediately on most things anyway. Like you have to have a certain amount of followers. Yeah. I guess like Facebook, but that's yeah. not a good place to do your journalism.
1: Well, it, it might be a good place to find some journalism if, well, I could. Hmm. Uh, I w- have noticed uh, over, I don't know, the last couple of years that uh, I, I kept Facebook for a long time because I spent a lot of time fighting to keep my Facebook page because they tried to shut me down.
4: Yeah.
1: Also, I built up, uh, you know, followers from being a musician and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, fans and that kind of stuff who've. Been following me forever on that platform, so I kept it around. But I also kept it around because I would frequently get show prep Hmm. right when I started doing this show. Yeah, not
3: anymore. Right,
1: and like I, I actually looked today. Right, usually I just I run across something I am like, oh, I'll copy that and save it for show prep. But today I was actually looking, and I was like, let me see if I can go find anything on Facebook that I can use for show prep. Not a damn thing.
3: I get some news articles, but it's all absolute garbage. It'll be like, the Daily Mail, and it's just a complete joke, half of it. I'm like, is this satire? Yeah. Twitter, I run into
2: things once in a while that I'm like, oh, this might be good for the show in a few days or something, but it's really not common. But Ian does all the time. I don't know how he does it.
3: Instagram is where I get the best... That most of my show prep comes from Instagram because I follow a lot of like obscure. I'm not following the same pages that most people are following, right? Like I'm following very obscure, like con... I don't want to say conspiracy theory, but yeah. like you know, like take the gold pill, like things yep. like that. A lot of libertarian, anarchist type pages.
1: Yep, and I try to do the same. Uh, I try to have a nice mix, particularly on the Facebook, because it's the oldest platform that I'm on. I uh, I, I i rejoined twitter i had joined twitter way back in the day and i just thought it sucked and so i'm like delete Mm -hmm. and i just never went back and then i went back recently within the last five years or so uh and so i've got twitter again it's at Kickass reverend um and to some extent i get some of probably what you think ian is getting on his but like the thing is, is, it's so individualized now, right? Uh, you're going to go like stuff that I'm not going to. I'm going to go like stuff that you're not going to. You're going to go like stuff that she's not going to, etc. and so on. And so Ian's going to get stuff that you're not going to get. Uh, I'm certain because, like, he's going to, like, either have liked or interacted with certain things or topics or pages and groups that you haven't yet or that you may never will, right, depending yeah. on, you know. Uh, Ian's also been doing this program for well, really long time. So he's got you know a couple of decades of that type of interaction built up. So uh, Twitter has a much easier time uh, sending him stuff that they that Twitter's algorithms think. Plus, uh, he'll sit there and read like a
2: long article about something totally boring to me, and then he'll (laughs) know everything about the current thing, like Elon Musk is doing or something. And yeah, I just can't do that.
1: Yeah, there's some things I'm just like, ugh, I don't have the stomach for this. Twitter right now, to me, uh, at least my Twitter feed, is just way too much Israel-Palestine. Hmm. Everybody's just, blah, blah. oh, no, you're wrong about that. You're wrong. No, I'm not. You're wrong. It's just, I hear, it's like, uh what is it, uh, peanuts, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm really not a fan More. of Twitter. Right. I feel like I haven't had the time to, like, build it up to what I want. But it's yeah, it's really just a lot of people going back and forth and I, it's just very toxic and I the what I liked about Instagram was I feel like I learned stuff. Like I follow a lot of homesteading. Yeah. And like I, I go on Instagram and I'm either learning, you know, about the current thing mm-hmm. and it's, you know, a not a mainstream opinion, right? It's a very obscure opinion that I'm getting or, you know, whatever. Um or I'm learning something about my health or sustainability or it's it's Content that I really, really like versus Twitter, where it's just like Twitter doesn't know who I am yet, right? With the algorithms, they don't know me. That's kind of people. I don't. Um,
2: I just feel the opposite. Like when I go on Instagram, I keep seeing. I, I just think my Instagram became tailored to something I just don't want it to be. I keep just getting just basic, like this basic bitch, like. Just, like, put it out an intention and the universe will give it to you. Like, memes that pop up and say that yeah. over and over. And it's just, like... I just, like... Or Lana Del Rey. Like, because me right. and my friend will, like... We're talking about Lana Del Rey, like, once. And that's all that pops up. For a while, it was, like, Britney <laughs> yeah. Spears. And, um, like, I feel like Instagram is very... Not... Or just one-dimensional to me. But it could be just because I don't go on it as much. Like you're saying Maybe, with, yeah. you, with Twitter. And with Twitter, I've found lots of, like... People who talk about, like, health and... Like people talking about like you know just things like I don't know tips and stuff like that that are cool like getting a filter for your shower just like those types of people um like mostly like girl talk stuff and and I love that but I don't get that on Instagram I think it all comes down to using it and your likes creating something because for whatever reason. Twitter appeals to me. It didn't like five years ago. Like yeah. I used to think it sucked. Instagram was best. And now, for whatever reason, like Instagram doesn't appeal to me as much and Twitter does. So
3: I don't know I'm a very visual person. So I like in a lot of like, I'm like looking at like recipes and stuff. So it's like nice to see a video of hmm. that sort of thing.
1: If you want social media relevant to Free Talk Live, Bonnie, you should tell our listeners about TikTok.
2: Oh, yeah. So we have a TikTok. It's at free talk live and we actually have somebody who thank you so much he is working on the tiktok creating little shorts from our episodes and if you go in there and follow us and share and try to help boost the views on those it's not doing bad Um, but he wants to get a thousand followers so that way we can go live on tiktok
1: so help us out what's the at
2: at free talk live
1: so go help us out on tiktok if you're on that particular platform i uh, to some extent i might be partially responsible for my own lack of relevant content on both facebook and twitter hmm. because i fight the algorithm hmm. all right so facebook is is famous for like showing you a thing of like a friend of yours, and you're already friends. You already see their stuff, but then it goes. Do you want to see more of this type oh, yeah, of content? Yeah. Yes or no. I just bypass that. Hmm. Twitter does something similar, uh, where they'll—I uh, uh, don't remember how they how they propose it, but they'll. They'll, like if you click on a thing, all of a sudden you're seeing like three or four of yeah. a similar thing in that same session that you're on. So I'm very careful not to click on anything that says sponsored or paid or mm-hmm. advertisement. And they change it from time to time. They'll move the little indicator, the little word that says advertisement, sponsored, or whatever. They'll move it around so it's not always in the same place. Do they really? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're 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 tricky. They're yeah, uh, they're marketers. That's what they do, yeah. right? So if you're paying attention, you can avoid some of the, I'm going to call them algorithm traps, right? But at the same time, that may have some effect on like what I'm getting in my feed. What I don't like about Twitter is the, the for you and then people you follow. It's like, well, I mean, I'm following these people because I they are for me, right? Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Like, like it doesn't make any sense. Why would you divide this into two different? It's like what Twitter wants you to see yeah. versus what Twitter things you want to like see from though. your friends no but like they do a poor job of both
2: I feel like if you yes. like, it's the yeah, just absolutely. the spending time thing so on fo- who you're following it's by most recent post and sometimes that can get boring because it's like I don't care what somebody liked three seconds ago right. but before you if, if when I first started I was always getting this crap that had nothing to do with what I was interested in and by now like I get a lot of interesting like threads and, and I'm like wow well, I would have never seen this you know
1: Uh, Still to come here on Free Talk Live, the new Hoovervilles, 603-283-6160. We'll talk more about that plus your calls and thoughts. It's Free Talk Live. too i always say meow it sounds like meow meow. yes it's meow talk live uh i don't know it's i don't want to take credit for starting it unless i did which is possible but at one point um i had an idea there's an allison chain song called uh man in the box yeah meow
3: meow meow
1: i'm a cat in a box right you know they love Uh, that and so I had this idea. And then it turns out somebody else made the same exact wow. parody. Wow. And did animations to it with like a little cartoon <sighs> yeah. cat and all this kind of That's stuff. That's more than you're
3: going to do. And
1: yeah, I was like, oh, well, you know. Yeah. And recently too, I'm in, a, <laughs> I'm in a Dr. Demento group on one of my social medias. Wow. And uh, somebody was like, uh, hey, I've been holding on to this for like 30 years. It's a parody to Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine. Now, I've had an idea for a parody uh that was called Bad Venison right mm. bad venison is dirty meat right that kind of thing this guy like he did it he wrote all of the words like to, this is my also, also bad venison right Whoa. now what? his verses and stuff were slightly different cuz like that's random that's not
3: mind. what i would think of if i was going to parody that song
1: well right and so i was like oh wow but now like i didn't my number one complaint against anybody who uh comes to me and is like oh hey captain i've got an idea for a parody song and they'll just give you the title <laughs> right. And yeah, again, we need well, more than where's, that. Where's the rest of the song? Oh, well, I figured you'd do that. No. Hmm. Why did you figure that? Like, oh well, because you're a parody. Come on, artist. at least like,
3: uh, give me, yeah. you know,
1: a chorus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, come back to me you know, yeah. when, it, when it's all done. Unless, of course, you want to commission me. Yeah. To write said parody song, I'm happy to. But then, uh, if they write their whole
2: parody song, why wouldn't they do it themselves?
1: Well, I'm saying, like, I can be commissioned to write a parody song if hmm. you have an idea and don't want to do the work. Hmm. I'm happy to let you pay me to do the rest of the work, but I'm not going to do it for free. Yeah, That's what I'm saying, right? So, anyway, there's lazy parodies. You see them all the time. They're on memes, right? It'll just be the verse of the song. Yeah. And you'll be like, haha that's funny, right? Somebody should do that, and then no one ever does, right? Mm-hmm. The hardest part about doing parody songs is is writing the entire song yeah the stuff mm-hmm.
3: that people don't think of right. you know
1: yeah it's more than just the chorus people so at any rate uh, it's not uncommon though for parody artists to kind of have similar ideas for parody songs sometimes there's a finite number of words that can rhyme with a thing yeah. or has the same amount of syllables or you know maybe and the only title- so many
3: of those things are funny right right yeah.
1: Maybe the title lends itself to that somehow, some way by something in their music video or something they said or, you know. Commonly misheard
3: lyrics.
1: Yeah, big old jet had a light on. Yep. (laughs) 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 Greatest hits of the drunken asses. Anyway, Free Talk Live listeners, we are asking you for a couple of favors, actually. Uh, Number one, uh, go to freekeen.com. That's Keen, K-E-E-N-E. Freekeen.com, and uh, find the uh, the bit where it tells you how to write a letter to Ian Freeman mm-hmm. in jail. Uh, the information is there. Uh, go and find it. Write it's Ian and on there, I think. Uh, well, Aria's got her own over oh. at ariademezzo.com. Uh, so, yes, go to both of these places. Go to freekeen.com to find out how to write Ian. Uh, there's, I believe, uh, Mr. Penguin posted a, uh, an article on that, mm-hmm. how to do that. And then Aria has posted her information or had somebody else posted, over at ariademezzo.com. So both of these people, hosts and co-hosts, first chairs of this show, uh, Ian, of course, being the founder of this show, are in prison right now for nonviolent crimes uh, of consensually selling cryptocurrency to willing buyers. So they could use your support. They could use your letters uh, you can tell them about whatever your life, what's going on in, in your world, what are you into, what's you know what's going on in you know with your family and your friends, and how do you see the world now? Even just sending them a postcard if you're traveling or you went somewhere interesting.
2: Pictures uh, you can print out pictures, even color pe- pictures. Just yeah. don't write with um, crayons or color marker, colored markers or pens or anything like that or pencils colored
1: pencils well uh, so we've been uh typing and printing right so type it up on a computer print it out that's what we've been doing that's the safest here that's the safest you can write with pen Mm -hmm. uh so i just want to clarify that because you mentioned don't write with pens but pen is fine i
2: meant like colored ones yeah
1: black ink blue ink yeah don't write with red ink you know or any other color besides black or blue please uh just
2: because the jail will send it back to you right. and also it.
1: don't like decorate your envelope
2: yeah that got some of my stuff sent back just because i wrote in pen the return address and then the address to Ian and i put like three hearts in pen on the envelope so stupid
1: yeah so... no
2: stickers
1: oh yeah no stickers um... no
2: odd shaped paper
1: so, I mean, most of you guys aren't going to do any of that stuff anyway. We're just telling you the Yeah, gotches. just
2: type
3: up a normal letter. And yeah. you got to write your return
2: address if you want Ian or Arya to know who it's from. Because if you put the sticker with your return address, they'll take that off and Ian won't know who it's from. Right. Oh. That happened once last year. People
3: still have those stickers, eh?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, don't you know?
3: <laughs> Ian got
2: some you scent from to from Wisconsin
1: him? all of a sudden? Yeah, no,
3: that was in Canada.
1: Canadian? Oh, what's that all about? Yeah.
3: <laughs> sorry
1: were you saying In something years. sorry
3: sorry it's actually
2: totally irrelevant to the show so i'm sorry so i'm sorry
1: okay we're all sorry
2: yeah
3: that's very canadian of you
1: okay <laughs> all right uh as promised i want to talk about the new hoovervilles
3: can i just say canadians
2: are great because they're like the only group that don't care if you make fun of the way they talk at all <laughs> like they you'll never get a canadian like we don't look like that you're a bigot or anything i feel like
1: yeah yeah well you can't be racist against canadians because well they're so multicultural yeah right like you know it's it's an area that is known as you know multi-race multi-ethnic right parts of canada speak french as their first language still Yeah. Right. So, you know, uh, it's definitely a, a hodgepodge, much like America is. Hmm. Right. Um, so Apparently anyway.
2: Toronto is like the most diverse city, which I didn't know until like 2020. Yeah, and they have really? a
1: large underground mall.
2: Wow. It's kind of really. Creepy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was a I don't remember what film, but there was a film filmed there in the underground like
2: a scary mall. movie because that's scary.
1: Uh, no, I think it was an action movie. I think so, it was one of these scenes where like a car is like driving through a mall, mm-hmm. and they just decided to film it there because well, Canada's cheaper than anywhere else to film something like that, and also they have a large mall, right? Yeah. You know. So, anyway, uh, do you guys know what a Hooverville is?
3: Yeah, like from the uh, Great Depression.
1: Yeah, and
2: they called it that because they were like saying it's like Hoover's fault.
1: Right. Exactly. In the Great Depression, the proliferation of Hooverville shanty towns. And charity soup lines became an iconic symbol of the scale of the financial calamity. Uh, and that's from a little later in the article. But this article asks, the new Hoovervilles, RV villages, and makeshift tribes on the rise as inflation bites. From 2020 to 2023, the median purchase price of homes in the U.S. rose from 320000 to over $420,000. That's a thirty three percent increase in just three years.
3: That sounds high. Three hundred and twenty thousand? How long ago? Uh three years ago. Oh, three years ago. Okay, so maybe that and is now more accurate.
1: Now it's four hundred and twenty. Yeah,
3: I mean 30, that's 30, definitely yeah. believable.
1: In twenty eleven, the average price of a home was around two hundred thousand. Wow. Meaning prices have doubled in a single decade. I'm pretty sure prices of the house haven't doubled in any other decade. No, that wow. is
3: absolutely insane.
1: The average apartment rental price in the U.S. is now over $1,300 per month compared to 1000 in 2020, and home rentals have risen over $2,000 per month on average. The spike in the market is a reflection of inflation across the board as well as increased demand due to more Americans being priced out of home ownership. And I would like to include, this is me ad-libbing, this is not in the article, inflation is, of course, uh, the Federal Reserve, with working with the government to print more money, this thing, this hundred billion dollars that Biden's talking about—that we talked about in the first segment of tonight's show—getting printed, it's getting printed. Yeah, it's not like it's not like they're coming around, going, "Hey, uh, you owe us uh, one hundred fifty bucks, everybody." Got to pay up for this hundred billion. We're or sending like cutting
2: to... some unnecessary right. welfare they they're have going on. That. You yeah. know, to save it up until they can send yeah. Israel the hundred thousand. Stop,
1: stop building a couple of warbirds. Yeah, right. They're not going to do that. Uh, Another interesting development during the pandemic years, as if it's over, right? The pandemic, uh, uh, the propagandemic continues. The pandemic really wasn't. Uh, But at any rate, another interesting development was a considerable rush to buy RVs, vans, and assorted tiny homes. This may have been a symptom of the authoritarian lockdowns that became standard in blue states, leading people to relocate. However... There's also the economic factor. The average tiny home runs thirty thousand to sixty thousand. Really? That's the average tiny home.
0: Jeez. Wait, what was it? I'm sure.
1: The average tiny home runs thirty to sixty thousand dollars. Oh, okay. With used RVs available for even less. Okay, that part's true. RV space rentals can be found for as low as five hundred bucks per month. That's true, at least around here. For those willing to sacrifice living space, the savings are alluring. I was considering this when I lived in Seattle.
2: The crappy thing is, you can't just put it on your friend's property. Right. Like you'll have to There's buy property. You, well, you, I mean, or
1: rent space well, from an RV park that's licensed. I and insured right. and I
3: follow that. a lot of like van life people on YouTube. Van and, dwellers, yeah, yeah, van dwellers, yes. Um, and they do have all these hacks for like these sort of things. Yeah. Like you can park in a Walmart parking lot and like all this, you know, there's, mm. or like cheap, um, like a $5 campground, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So there is,
2: there's national guess, cheap parks, ways to, there's to national do There's national parks it. that
1: are free that you can stay, but most of these places you can only stay temporary. And
2: say you, you don't have like a mobile one and you got permission yeah. from like your parents or someone you know. This happened in New Hampshire yep. maybe like two years ago. There's a story of this woman- for like a whole year, had been living in a tiny home on her parents' house to save money while she was going to college. And the government came in, I don't know if they took it or what they did to it, but they were forcing her to not live there. Even though it's their it's property, so stupid, supposedly. Yeah. And um, And it's her tiny home. They own the, this stuff, supposedly. And what is it's not that? bothering
3: anyone. I'm sure, but I'm sure that's like a zoning thing, right? right like it needs it to be like approved and you need permits to put any sort of structure. You can't even build a deck on your house without having um you know the approved state paperwork
1: yeah uh you can modify your house however you want as long as you don't change the square footage of its existing mm-hmm.
0: uh, At least in, new so, hampshire, right?
1: in new hampshire yeah yeah uh so if you have a deck you can rebuild the deck
4: the on way the it is right yeah. on,
1: on the same you know width and you know length and all that kind of thing but you can't build it bigger, for example, mm-hmm. or make it wrap around your house if it was just a front yeah. porch or Yeah, without
2: whatever. a permit. Right. They have to approve yeah. it. You have to give them now, money. Now,
1: that doesn't mean people don't do it. This is New Hampshire. And like, you know. I'm sure, yeah. Frequently, you know, the state can't see a house from the road, right? You know, there's a bit of a driveway to go. Yeah, or it, you live somewhere rural. really
3: rural. Yeah. It's like, yeah
1: Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody cares. So that, that type of stuff happens here probably more frequently than elsewhere. But, you know, they could if they wanted to be. Uh, statists, they could come in and be like, nope, you got to take that down and make you somehow, or you go to jail, of course. At any rate, uh, during the Great Depression, we discussed the proliferation of Hooverville shantytowns, uh, and of course soup lines became the iconic symbol of the scale of financial calamity. Uh, These kinds of signals of collapse are not as prevalent or obvious in our era. Soup lines have been replaced by EBT benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, yeah. That's food stamps for those of you who don't know. It's electronic. Mm, I don't. I don't remember what EBT stands for now.
3: Beer and TVs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Basically, <laughs> that's more accurate. But. Okay,
2: not really TVs, but yeah. You you know, people on oh, welfare. That's what they're
3: doing. Yeah, they get the the TV money is something else. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I have to look it up now because yeah,
3: we looked this up uh, not too long ago. On it's like electronic.
1: Mm. Bank transfer? Oh. No. Electronic benefits transfer. Oh, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Electronic Sarah benefits transfer. Sarah would know transfer. if Sarah calls in. Are you trying to summon her?
2: <laughs> she has uh, a, She probably doesn't know we 13
3: minutes.
1: Anyway, soup lines have been replaced by EBT benefits and food banks, while Hoovervilles are being replaced by squatter towns, quote unquote, made up of RV villages on the outskirts of highways and Walmart parking lots. That's mm. right, Nikki. You nailed it.
2: Mm-hmm. one time me and my friend were just traveling from Las Vegas to Texas um, I was helping her move I flew up there and drove down in her Ford Fiesta Yeah. well she drove and I was just like there for moral support and we spent the night in a Walmart in Phoenix and then a gas station in Texas not exactly the same thing but that was scary there was like so much weird activity that went on all night like I couldn't I mean it's Phoenix Phoenix is just like a notoriously bad city Is it? and it was just like I don't know. It was like all this. If if I went into, it it sounds stupid, but it was like I couldn't sleep. I just kept getting woken up by like there was this one point. This car drove by that had a flashlight rigged to the side of it, and mm-hmm. it was like it pointed its light in my eyes. I woke up and I was like, "What the?" And then it's like traveling or circling around us. Yeah, uh, I don't know how people do it. That's all I'm saying.
1: Hashtag van life can be trying. Yeah, uh, it's I bet. not. It's not exactly easy. There is this sort of uh, fantasy amongst. I'm going to call them aspiring libertarians people who might be libertarian at heart mm-hmm. but haven't you know made the move to New Hampshire for example or they haven't taken any political action they're they're all just you know in the philosophy of it um, there's this sort of fantasy they have where hey let's just get a bunch of us together. Let's go buy, you know, 20 acres of land somewhere and put up some solar panels and dig a well and put in a septic system and we'll all just roll our RVs or our tiny homes in there and we'll just live there as like our own community. Mm. It's a great fantasy. Have you tried it? <laughs> yeah. Guess I mean, what? I
2: wouldn't really want to live in like a mobile home of libertarians if I'm being honest.
1: Guess what? The law gets in your way even if you try.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's not as easy uh, as it sounds. It's
2: Maybe like a huge one where you each had your own lots, sure, but not like we're all parked in the same yard.
1: Right.
3: Well yeah. twenty acres is pretty big, you know, you'd have some space with twenty acres. You depending on so. how many people are right. there. Yeah. But um
0: But then you also would have- you
3: want to live in a van
2: No, I wouldn't want to live in a van uh, at all. I or was a talking trailer. Like a mobile home. I've lived in trailers how twice. About a van it's down? Some of them are actually nice. How yeah. about, a, how really how about nice. a van
1: down by the river?
2: A van down by the river. <laughs> That's, uh,
1: that's, that's probably that's probably too old for both of you no I've seen it it's Chris uh, Farley
2: yeah. Chris Farley and yeah. the skinny oh David yeah. Spade, David Spade. And, Well, yeah. Yeah. he was like playing a kid that was funny uh,
1: another factor which has perhaps improved the conditions for falling home affordability is the remote work option and the gig economy A person, a person living out of an RV or a van has the ability to connect to the internet and raise funds through digital work They can become contract workers for delivery services, or they can work a regular 9-to-5 job while saving money on rent and utilities. This is not to say that the trend is ideal, or that this should be the new Western standard. It still represents the decline of Western civilization. But the ugliness of economic uncertainty is far more hidden from view. During the Great Depression, many people became nomadic, traveling across the country by rail or caravan, looking for better living conditions and better employment. But the life of these nomads focused on less than ideal camp conditions, poor sanitation, and poor security. They were often the targets of criminals. We have a version of this today in the form of tent cities in places like Los Angeles.
3: Uh, Keen. Or or Seattle. Or Keen.
1: (laughs) But for now, the RV option appears to be the dominant one. Um, I'll give you Keen, but... They're talking about it's a,
3: not as yeah. They're it,
1: talking about a tent city. Keen has like a tent village, village yeah. yeah right. And it just
3: and it gets got tore uh, up all the time. It's, yeah, it's constantly all their stuffs being thrown away. And that, I will say it's not really their stuff. It's a ton of trash and like hmm. used you, needles. I, but,
1: I know Matt's got photos of like the tent city in Seattle and the in oh, the yeah. Georgetown area. Have you seen those?
3: I've seen his photos. They're I've heck? never been to Seattle, but Horrific. yeah, it's, he said every time he goes, it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> hm. that's terrible there's- i
2: saw just the other like two weeks ago i was driving back into Keene from you know where it takes you to washington street yep um and there's like woods to your left and i saw a bunch of firefighters like escorting a bunch of homeless looking people out of the woods i, I kind of wondered oh, what that was No, about.
1: i read something the other day that um one of these uh container services, right? They bring dumpsters around to like yes. construction sites or whatever. They volunteered to clean up the homeless camps. Yeah, I mm. saw and that. And so on they had a... to kick everybody out for them to come in and, you know, throw oh. away all the trash, clean up the site. Well, that's yeah. kinda cool. I think I did think they... that's what happened there.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I, I did see on some keen community Facebook group that they why were I was doing it was that.
2: Firefighters. Like it wasn't cops kicking these people out. It was weird.
1: Yeah, that is weird.
2: But either way, it is kinda weird either way, but it makes a little more sense for it to be like a firefighter. Maybe they, they offer less resistance to the yeah,
0: firefighters.
2: That's true. Maybe. you know. I mean. I with my sister was with me, but no one else, so I completely forgot about this, like bringing it up to someone who might know.
1: Uh, even in places as cold as Canada with limited populations, RV communities are popping up everywhere. Uh, they show a video here uh, of something called Squatter City, and we're not going to play the video. You can find this. We'll post a link to it, of course, on our social media. But one issue that stands out as paramount is the return of a kind of tribal organization. Neighbors knowing each other and helping each other through difficult times. Sound familiar? Sound like the Free State Project, perhaps? Yeah. Uh, The isolation of the modern world has created a kind of anti-community a world in which no one knows anyone Hmm. and mutual aid is seen as unsavory
2: okay just when i moved from tennessee to texas and i moved from like a large town clarksville tennessee to a big and growing suburb uh cibolo of san antonio Mm -hmm. me and my siblings were always talking about how it's just like no neighbors talk to each other we found it so weird like we grew up it, when we lived on military bases before we lived in yeah. Tennessee and we lived in a, outside the military base but in, te- in the town in in Tennessee we always would like just go outside kids would be walking around we'd start hanging out with them and like not just that but all our friends parents knew each other on the street yeah. and that just like didn't happen when I lived in us like a bigger city in a suburb yeah. and we found it so weird it was like I don't know. it was just like everybody was really like not talking I can't else. tell
1: you how many different places I lived in Seattle in the 22 years I was there, at least a half a dozen, if not more. Uh, and zero of the times did I meet more than one of my neighbors, right? I'm talking about living yeah. in an apartment building with five stories, you know and like I met one neighbor, right uh, I buy a house in New Hampshire. And it took a couple of years of me living there, but I finally met all of my immediate surrounding neighbors, like hmm. lickety-split, right, mm-hmm. by way of comparison.
2: I moved just a little bit out of San Antonio, uh, like, years later when I moved back uh, to Spring Branch, and it was different. Yeah. It's it's like it's like how close to are to a city.
1: Uh, economic crisis has a tendency to force societies back to their origins, and tribalism might be making a comeback as a fundamental of survival. Um, I... I've lived a nomadic life for a period of time uh somewhere between 1988 and 1991 right uh I was uh, I worked as a carny so I was going oh, yeah. from town to town you know every week almost or two weeks depending on how long the show was in town for uh I was a commercial fisherman in the Gulf of Mexico so we'd go out for a month at a time and then you'd port in some unknown city that you'd never been to before yeah. You'd stay there for a week, wait for the boat to get refreshed and refilled, and then you know do your part to make that happen. And then you know you go party for basically a week on whatever money you made, and then you get back on the boat and go out for another month and do a month's worth of work and just rinse and repeat that for some time. Uh, so I have an idea of the difficulties of nomadic life, and I don't wish it upon anybody. Right? Some people choose it, and that's fine. If that's your thing and that's what you want to do, go ahead. You can make it happen but you have to be ingenious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? I don't mean a genius. I, I mean you have to be frugal, you have yeah. to be on top of your cleanliness, uh, yeah. and you have to come up with like you have to find solutions to stuff that you never knew you needed solutions to. It seems to.
3: like it's a lot easier when you have a lot of money. Like the very mm. successful Is <laughs> exactly. But the very successful YouTubers that I follow, it's like, you know, they have the best of everything and it right. really makes it so much easier. Um, I could imagine if you're doing it to kind of rough it, so to speak, or it's like, I can't afford my rent anymore because they, you know, increased it $300. Yep. So I'm going to try this thing instead because I have enough money saved up for, you know, RV, whatever, yep. when things break, you know, it's just, it makes it so much more complicated. So if people who are doing this because they don't have any money and they can't afford rent and they can't buy a house... I can just imagine, you know. It's it's not the glamorous like YouTube life right. that you see. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're traveling the United States, and we're like, we're at the beach, and we're to Mexico. Great view! And- I got to
1: wake up to. Yeah, yeah. It's like, exactly. It's all like, yeah.
3: nice and polished looking inside, yeah. like decorated. It's not something. like that when you have to sleep in a Walmart parking lot because you yeah. don't have any money for the five dollar campground fees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When
1: you you literally have to use like construction paper, newspaper, and like some duct tape or some scotch tape to block out your window so you can get some sleep.
3: Or you're out in California where gas is almost $7 a gallon. I mean, how are you going to get around in your van?
1: Uh, If you are uh, considering or you've just started doing uh, van life, uh, as Nikki said, you can find all sorts of good information uh, online. Uh, particularly videos. Uh, I don't know if any of them are on. Honestly, I've not looked for van life. I, I haven't Odyssey, either. No, but I know they're on YouTube. I also know that there is more than one now. Uh, convention. There's annual. Oh, cool! Oh, uh, I didn't know you that. You know, like we have pork fest every yeah. year for libertarians. They have something like a van life convention. Where everybody just drives to you know some place and they all camp out and meet and talk about best practices and how to be clean all that stuff. So. Anyway, we're out of time. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, Nikki, for joining me tonight. Thank Thank you, you, our You're welcome. Thank you to our callers and our listeners, of course. If you missed any part of tonight's program, please go to freetalklive.com and find the archives. No thank you, Mark. Thanks, and peace.